Hello, I'm Eagle. Eagle Gardens. Eagle Gardens 1 on Instagram. And this is fucking talking shit with Eagle. Tonight, we have an awesome guest for Growly. will be joining us real soon. Just got his digits. Sure he's setting up. This will be a fun one. Oh, show. This is a little bit of Zeparella when the lobby breaks. While we sit and wait for and roll this fatty up. CJ Apple, I knew you'd be first in. Good evening, brother. How are you doing tonight? Poised to be a good episode tonight. Rolly in the house. We'll be in the house. Booting up now and joining in. Fucking awesome. Much, much respect for Rolly. Or for Rolly. As far as cover bands goes, it's a fucking awesome cover us from the Got six watching. Who's all out there tonight? Say hello. I'd like to say hello to you. Getting ready to roll up an insane in the membrane. Fatty. Skillball. How you doing tonight, brother? So glad you can make it for this episode. I want to say it's a super, super special episode. Not to take anything away from any guests in the prior or in the future, but I'm most, most definitely looking forward to this one. 100%. No, no. What up? Hope you're doing good, thanks. Guys smoking on so far, Tara Wilson. How you doing? Glad you can make it. Broly's booting up his stuff and uh, logging in. He'll be here any second. I'm eagle with shit on my lips. Sequence tree. Much love for you, brother. Glad you can make it tonight. Nutrient shoutouts. Everybody's stacking in tonight. This is fucking awesome. Awesome. Get your fatties ready. With whatever you're gonna smoke on, I'm sure we're gonna hear some good, good shit talking tonight. There he is. Let me pause this music. We gotta swing this mouse around. Let my man in. There he is. In any second, there he is. Hello, good sir. How are you tonight? There we go. What's up with this Zoom? <laughs> I'm still learning it, man. We're here. You know, everybody <laughs> so far this week, it's something up to do with this Zoom. I don't know what it is. It's when you join, it's having me like three times in a row now. When you join, it doesn't join with audio. I can't hear you. Hmm. No sound. Can you hear me? Yes. Because I can't hear you. 
This happened yesterday for some reason. Some glitch in Zoom. Require reaction, stop video. Hmm. Oh. Can you hear me now? Can you try speaking? Hello, hello, hello. Test, 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 test. One, two, three. You want to maybe try logging out and logging back in? Ah, what a bummer. This is going to happen even if we have to restart this bad boy. We can hear you for Groly, but I can't. Uh, he's coming back in. We'll get it worked out. I got it for Groly. Jump back in, brother. It's a, it's a, it was on my end. Everybody else could hear you, but I couldn't. My bad. Man, I get somebody fucking badass in here, and I got to go fucking up the audio. Just my luck. Come on back in for Groly. We got you. It was trying to play off a different speaker instead of my headset. I don't know what the fuck, man. Just my luck. Just my luck. Just my motherfucking luck. Come on back, brother. Dead air. All right. Sorry about that, guys. So we'll fucking finish rolling up your joints. This is going to happen. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. <laughs> Holy shit. There he is. Let's fucking try this again. Again, nothing. No, that was my fault. <laughs> there you go. All right, we're here. I'm going to have to just turn this down. I don't know what's up. My headset must be fucking up on me. So uh, glad you could join me tonight for Groly. Please let me give you the proper introduction that you deserve. This is fucking talking shit with Eagle. And I finally got my shit together to welcome my guest for Groly tonight. Fagroli is a grower, an extract artist, amazing extract artist, YouTuber, amazing icon in the community in general and i have fucking tons of respect for you in so many so many different levels not only as an extract artist but in a talented grower 
and for your YouTube skills, because obviously this shit ain't easy <laughs> in general that, uh, when I, I met two years and years ago and you mm. gave me a heads up back when, uh, you sure in the fuck didn't have to give me a heads up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I wasn't really nobody in the scene and you sure, uh, you didn't push me away. You just kind of treated me with respect. There was a couple of times where I didn't even have to approach you. You kind of come up to me and said, hey, what's up? And I thought that was badass. On top of all the great things I have respect for you for, my great sir, uh, was an amazing gift you passed this uh, Christmas. And it was, um, I know I said thank you, but now I get to look you right at you. And say thank you. <laughs> it wasn't just the gift and who it was from because them things made a huge difference because obviously it was from you and it was a bag of fire but it made it uh personally one of my best christmas gifts because it blindsided me brother because i didn't see it coming and you didn't have to do it which kind of made it extra extra special so with all that being said i appreciate you so so much for taking your time out of your schedule to talk some shit with me welcome for girly how are you doing tonight Great, man. I got goosebumps right now. I've never had an introduction like that, man. I, that, those, those words mean a lot. And I really do appreciate that. I try to treat everyone in this community with, res, you know, equal respect. And, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those communities that you have to build within. So I've been very fortunate and blessed to kind of carve the path that I have. But, um, you know, I, I want to share that path with as many people because it's, you know, competition is one way to succeed and excel. But like, you know, you got to support your fellow growers, especially, especially here in Michigan, man. Like we got, we got some weird kind of like special love for each other. So I appreciate the introduction, man. I appreciate the invite here. I'm so glad to uh, jump on this uh, with you. Um, I know you've been wanting to do this for a couple of weeks and I'm very excited to do it. I've watched a couple of your recent ones, like the one with uh, Phil from Northern Connections. I was watching that on my drive today. Um, and it was, it was interesting to hear some of the things he, he had to say. And uh, you know, I'm connected with them a little bit and running, you know, I ran some of their stuff in the past and, Man, yeah, it's just great to be here, man. I really appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Phil had great things to say about you. He calls you for golly. <laughs> yeah that's you know that's that's one of the that's one of the first questions I get when someone like comes up to my booth or meets me in person. They're like, all right, man, how do you say your name? And honestly, like I'll just say it say way I say it to everybody. Can you roll your R's? Because if you can roll your R's, it's Frigroli. <laughs> if not, it's Frigroli. I've heard a lot of other forms, but you know, you can call me whatever you want. <laughs> so uh, let's get talking some shit. Yeah, what, what uh, are we smoking, uh, dude? Yeah. I, I, I've got, I could roll up, a, well, not roll up a joint, but I got cones here. I got my dab rig and I, I, I got the bong rig still sitting here too. What, what, what do you recommend? Whichever you prefer, whichever you prefer. So you can probably just start out with a you know good nice uh, dab there, and maybe roll one for the pace of it, I guess. Uh, yeah. After I posted that bong rip twenty days of uh, four twenty video, everyone was like, "Well, I had a couple people be like, well, how how did you do after the bong rip? Because it was like you know such a short video.' And well, I guess now it's time to find out." <laughs> What uh, in particular are you gonna you gonna dab on over there? I uh, got a 
probably a big old refrigerator full of goodness. <laughs> actually, well, I've I actually don't have a lot of fresh stuff right now. I got a lot of stuff in my oven that I've been working hard on, and I got more material I'm going to be intaking and. I got my own harvest coming down, so I'm really excited about the clementine and some of the other flavors. But right now, I'm still uh, chiefing on the Fruity Fire from Third Eye Melts. Um, it's that Geist Girl. It's like Fruity Pebbles OG and something else fruity. And it's just it's super, super stinky. Hits you real nice. But I'm actually, uh, the, the herb I'm going to pack up in this bong, I'm going to do a uh, some lime skunk, that exotic genetics. And it's like, it's super like talkative kind of sativa type high. So it'll be good for the show, I think. <laughs> Please tell me that the Indigo uh, series, both the Daydream and I forget what the other one, that uh, Indigo, it was Indica, right? Indigo, oh. Indigo Daydream, Indigo. Yeah, Indigo, Indigo Daydream. That was um, that was a friend of mine. It was something he grew, and I think he's still growing it. And I, he was so like, just impressed and surprised by the feedback he got on that, um, and rightfully so because it. Turned out great. He was great material to begin with, um, you know, real fresh frozen material, which I love working with. Um, and yeah, I mean, all props to him. I don't know if or when I will be doing that again because um, it's again, it's his his material, right? So it's kind of up to his harvest and you know what he wants to do with it. But um, I hope I can bring more of that to market because that that really was a special treat. Yeah, it was. That was amazing. Out of I, I think out of. You actually gave me uh, 12 samples that night. And uh, out of everything I got, that was my favorite. Not that everything wasn't just incredible fire, but that one just really stood out to me. I just, uh, there was something I liked about it. It was kind of, for me, it was really clarifying uh, to my head after, you know, on the inhale, it kind of fogged you for a minute. But after you blew it out, it just kind of like swept out, you know, the fogginess in your head. And it was it was really nice. I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, it was, that's the beauty of like concentrates. I mean, flowers, one thing, because there's so many different genetics and so many different things you can grow. But like when it comes to processing, you can take a few different strains and kind of combine them together and you get this just brand new turp profile that you maybe legitimately doesn't actually exist yet, you know? Um, but I do, there's something special about those strains, like the, you know, lime skunks and clementines and Durban poison and primal punch and um, all these strains I've had in the past that are just, phenomenal on their own you know they speak volumes on their own um but you know sometimes you just gotta try something new like mixing that durban poison and the clementine i think i called it durbantine it was just like this not overwhelming but like such an intense sativa and it wasn't like a mind race sativa but it was just like a i'm awake now you know like let's what are we doing next you know <laughs> um so what else are you working on right now that you're super excited about? Is there anything in the kitchen? And I'm also excited to hear that uh, you're mixing strains and not just adding terps for flavor. <laughs> okay, so I, I got to speak to that because this is something I've been accused of in the past, not only, um, you know, in years past, but like even at the most recent cup. Um, I have never once added any terpenes to any of my extracts or any of my products outside of the terpenes that I grew and extracted from my own garden. I've been given samples of Blue River, Blue River Terps and these other terpene companies that come up to me at the cups and stuff like that. And I actually have a bag of them sitting on my um, desk over there. 
Uh, I'm they're just unopened. I've never once used them. I've never had the need to. Now, I know it's very important to include those in things like carts, where in the process of distillation, you're burning off all of your terpenes. But my focus as a grower is on the terpenes. It's not on potency. It's not on volume. Ultimately, that number one thing is terpenes. So yeah, I never added terpenes back. It's It might be a, a different ratio of terpenes because I do separate the terpenes out from the THCA to an extent uh, when it comes to sauce. But those terpenes um, drizzling over top are the terpenes that are coming f- with that THC and everything else out of that closed loop system. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's my focus on terps because I think that's the modulating effect. I think that's really what gives you a, the high you're going to get. And, um, you know, I don't know, THC is THC. You either got a lot of it or a little of it or, you know, somewhere in between. Nice. Um, so what made you actually, uh, let's just kind of start from the beginning. Have you got that good hit in yet? You got that good I, I just packed it up. I'm about ready to smoke this thing down. <laughs> um, we'll let you get that in before we get going. Sounds That's good. That's fair. What are you smoking on, man? I see you chiefing some a big old bat over there. What is that thing? This is uh, I'm still smoking on some insane in the membrane by Ethos and uh, some bubble hash. I've sprinkled through the middle of it, and this one was uh, the down. I brand each time in like a week or so, and this one was pulled at uh, week eleven, which finally the buds were starting to finally heal. Uh, hard enough. It could have probably went 12 weeks, to be honest with you. Wow. But uh, not my garden. And LED side, it did finish uh, probably like a week and a half uh, sooner. With the hardness of the buds, I was quite impressed. It actually made me decide to keep it around and throw it under a scrog under the LED. So, other than that, I've got uh, some Pine Valleys from GMXOG, the Ocean Grown Boys. Oh, nice. Yeah, kind of like a maple syrup uh, kind of pr- flavor profile on it when you smoke it. But uh, when it's uh, up and you're trimming it, it's kind of like a gassy pine kind of turps to it. Isn't it crazy how they like change so much from the time they are, you know, are essentially live on the stem to the time they cure? Like, and that's that's one of the things that maybe I'm missing out on sometimes is not curing my extracts, you know, because so much of what I do is fresh frozen. But that kind of was the goal. You know what I mean? Ultimately my goal is to capture the essence of the plant as it is still alive, but there is something to be said about curing anything, especially, you know, the herb itself. You do a great job of capturing the essence of the product. That's for sure. And do you like, are you curing it or is it coming from like a a fresh frozen type uh, state before you work it? Everything, well, just about everything out of my garden is fresh frozen. So essentially the process is, um, you know, I harvest the plant. I'll I'll even kind of give you the details there. Um, Generally speaking, depending on the size of the plant, I will cut it from the root ball. I will probably hang it upside down or maybe break it into a few branches if I'm going to, you know, if it's too big. Um, I'm going to strip off all the fan leaves and then I'm going to go to, going to go through and cut off any kind of like sugar leaf that's or basically anything that doesn't have any kind of trichomes on it and then from there into usually a trim bin actually the kind of the whole process is a bunch of trim bins but um i'm de-stemming the nugs basically as small as i get them so you know if it's like if it's kind of a maybe a longer node that's coming off like you know kind of lower on the stem and it's got like four or five sort of nodes up 
you know, up that, I'm going to break all those down. And I go all the way up each stem, breaking it down as much as I can, throw that in a uh, vac seal bag, pull a vac on it just to the point where it starts to compress. I don't want to squeeze anything. I don't want to draw all of the air out. Um, and I definitely don't want to compress it to the point where it becomes like this frozen brick that I can't even work with. You know, that's it's happened to me in the past. Um, so you get it just, just enough air out that you're not oxidizing it. And then you throw it in deep freezer, or if you got one, a cryo freezer, um, generally speaking, like negative 10 degrees is what most like kind of, I guess not really higher end, but like, uh, not the cheapest, you know, chest freezers, I guess are going to get you about negative 10 degrees, which is plenty. Um, and by the time you're, you know, using dry ice and all that, you're going to get to negative 40 to negative 70 degrees Fahrenheit. Um, but if you got a cryo freezer, that's going to bring it to like negative 80 degrees. And I mean, that's, that's a deep chill right there. <laughs> You're not going to be losing anything at that point. Uh, but yeah, big, the big, the biggest thing is to not allow for oxidation because that is a degradation of the plant material. Um, so basically you just got to remove the air from it. And then obviously temperature, sunlight, stuff like that can degrade it. Um, just like they degrade everything, it seems. Um, so yeah, keep it a cold just very cold, dark place with no atmospheric exposure, essentially. And you've got material that'll last a long, 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 long time. Hell yeah. But unfortunately, you've gotten way too far ahead of me. Way too far ahead of me. <laughs> Start selling that, man. You're going to want to check out here in about five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we got plenty to talk about. <laughs> I, want to, I want to know for Gurley. I want everybody to get to know for Gurley. I want to know how how did you get started to the cannabis and uh, what led you to growing and uh, you know what led you ultimately to the extraction and then I guess uh, what led you possibly to hydrocarbon extraction. Okay, yeah, you're probably gonna have to hold my hand a little bit because this could be a long story. <laughs> uh, this is what this This is what everybody's tuning in for, brother. So. Be as long-winded and take your time and smoke as much shit as you want. We're here. <laughs> I'm going to coast on that bong rip for now. This is what everybody's here for, so spit it out, brother. For sure. All right. Um, well, uh, I mean, way, way back, like pre-high school days or basically high school days, uh, you know, that's kind of about the time everybody gets introduced to it. If they're, you know, if not by their friends or their family beforehand, um, that's kind of when I figured out what it was, right? Uh, I got the awesome idea, I think probably before I even tried it the first time to like, like, you know, oh, I'm going to like, I'm going to make some money off this. You know what I mean? Like I wasn't growing, didn't have any access to it. I'm just like, oh, but good. You know, people are paying money for this, right? That very clearly doesn't not work out when you're like 13 years old, you know? So uh, very quickly moved on from that. And I mean, over the course of years, yeah, I probably tried it here and there, but it wasn't like a huge part of my life. Um, and then, you know, moving on to college days. Uh, you definitely, you know, you see it, um, but I was actually an athlete in college and the NCAA does drug testing, right? And I was not willing to throw away my uh, college and my athletic career over, you know, smoking something or, or, you know, doing anything that was a banned substance, you know? So I just kind of stayed away from all of that pretty much my entire college career. Well, through those sports comes injuries and I had some pretty severe injuries and traumatic things that, you know, go through, you know, your body goes through and uh, had surgeries and all this other stuff. And, you know, I got prescribed pain medication and, um, you know, it works, but it doesn't really work, you know, 
Uh, and after some time of that, I just kind of was like, all right, this isn't really working for me. And I kind of ditched it, but over the course, sure. You don't mind me asking what kind of sports we talking? Uh, I don't, I can't, that's one of those things I don't really want to get at this point too specific about. Um, it was a college sport and, uh, (laughs) it involves, it involved a lot of lifting, you know what I mean? Bodybuilding, that kind of stuff where you just put a lot of stress on your body. Just so you've met me in real life. Like I'm a big dude. Like I, I spent a lot of hours in the gym and I haven't set you know, foot in a gym in a long time, but I spent a lot of hours in there and that, that just kills your body. Like, you know, I, I didn't play football, uh, you know, I probably could ever, should ever, whatever, but I, you know, I'm probably blessed that I didn't um, just, you know, we see all the TBIs and everything that comes out of that nowadays. And it's just like, oof, it's rough. It's even rougher on your body than what I did. But um, nonetheless, I did some work to my body, you know? Um, anyway, so after some surgeries and stuff, they uh, prescribed me some pain medication. I took that for a couple of weeks or whatever. And it was just like, yeah, I took the edge off, but it like didn't really make me feel that great. And I just wanted to find something else. Well, I, you know, we kind of came independent at that point in my life. And I, I just was like, you know, all right, I'm going to smoke some weed. You know what I mean? I think uh, it was probably right after it became medically legal at that point. So it started becoming pretty available and you kind of knew like someone you knew was growing at that point, you know, they got their caregiver card and that you, there was some easy access. So, um, uh, once, you know, the person that I was buying from, I, I bought a quarter ounce of weed and in this quarter ounce was 18 seeds. And I was kind of bummed out because at this point, you know, in 2008, nine, 10, whatever it was, you know, you're like, ah, you know, like really we got seeds and stems. We're still trying to pick out. It's like, this reminds me of that time when I was 13, you know what I mean? Like, so uh, I, I was like, you know, screw it though. I, I started doing some research online. I'm like, what does it take to grow cannabis seeds? I'd grown veggies and stuff like that in the past and some fruits and whatever in the, the backyard. So it's like, what does it take to grow cannabis, you know, and should I just go get my med card and try this out? And I threw those 18, you know, I, I think I found whatever it was probably overgrow and then like microgrowery on Reddit. And I, you know, maybe, maybe YouTube at that point. Um, but I just, I just got way too deep into it. Like we probably all have at some point, you know, and you just geek it out on all the stuff you read and everything you're seeing and how basically how easy it is and how minor of an investment it is right off the bat. And that's what I did. I just jumped right in. I was too scared to go to like my local hydro store. You know what I mean? And so I was buying stuff on Amazon, just ordering like these two by five tents and this 600 watt cool tubes and just try to figure it out because those 18 seeds that I tried to germinate every single one of them sprouted above ground and they started growing their cotyledons. And then they got this second, you know, their first set of real leaves. And I was just like, I guess I'm doing this now, you know? And uh, I don't know how many years ago that was probably five or six years ago at this point. Um, I think it was 2000. I want to say like 13 or something, somewhere around there. So six, seven years, whatever it's been. Um, And that first grow was just incredibly successful. And I was so happy to take back like a whole cola of that to the guy that sold me those seeds essentially. And just be like, look, look what you could do with this. You know, it's so simple. Like I'm going to just continue on. And so I did. And uh, you know, I hid it from my girlfriend at the time for weeks, you know, try to pretend like this 
ducting going out my window is nothing, you know? <laughs> and, uh, and it just kind of, it just, it rolled, you know, it rolled like a snowball downhill and it continued to build steam. And I just continued to research and, and a big part of my personality is being competitive, you know, coming from that sports background, but like the next tier of my personality is learning. So I just wanted to continue to learn. And that's kind of what, where the extraction side probably comes in. Nice. I'm so glad you were able to swap out the cannabis use for the, the opiate use, man. I have a, you know, I haven't never had an opiate problem myself just because, uh, unfortunately, I seen that shit a lot early on and developed like an early uh, hatred for it early mm-hmm. in my life. So I was like always that person that didn't want to take any aspirins or anything. So I'm glad that, you know, once you had to use it, that you were able to uh, put it in the past before, like a lot of people, it became. Yeah, necessary. And when it comes to the opiate thing, I don't think people realize, you know, half of the battle is the aches and pains that, you know, they're, when you take it, you have aches and pains, but as they're trying to wean you off of it, you have aches and pains as well. And then I think the people that are taking it uh, confuse those aches and pains as the aches and pains that they originally had, you know what I'm saying? Or you know, so they keep on taking it, or feel they need to keep on taking it when it's just the, probably the ick of the medicine that they're just sick from. But, yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot of those like anti-inflammatories that actually can end up causing inflammation. You know what I mean? It's just like this vicious cycle. That's yeah. You got to break it. And I think cannabis is one of those things where it's like, yeah, no, it's not it's not fixing it, right? You know, like if I've got a um, you know, a broken leg, like cannabis isn't just rubbing some topicals and smoking some weed ain't going to fix my broken leg. You know what I mean? But it can help right. with pain management. And that's really what, you know, the, the, uh, all the prescription pills and shit are, it's, it's the same thing. It's just pain management. It's not actually fixing anything. So this is a better alternative for me and for millions and millions of people. And, um, you know, but you still got to like figure out what, really is wrong and try to attack that issue. You know what I mean? And, and obviously a broken leg, like, you know, you got to go have a doctor take care of it, but there's a lot of aches and pains that we deal with on a daily basis that can probably be fixed by a lot of different things, you know, but I just like the fact that cannabis helps. Nice. So I don't like, again, out of all the extraction methods you could have went, I understand uh, the hydrocarbon is the most technical and probably intellectually most challenging but none of the other uh like bubble hash or rosin uh none of that shit really or rosin wasn't really a tech i guess back then so i guess the two would have been either bubble hash or hydrocarbon so uh you just yeah. didn't see the end of the worth in the bubble or um i i mean i don't i honestly don't know why i chose was, i guess was there a transition period did you start off with uh, water and then go to hydrocarbon? No, no, I definitely just dipped my feet right into hydrocarbon extraction, and it was the can butane with the glass tube. You know what I mean? Like stuff that we just wouldn't ever touch nowadays. But, um, I mean, <laughs> you got to start somewhere, and that's kind of where the tech was at the time. It's come a long, long way, uh, you know, thankfully. And I, 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 have, I don't know. It's hard to say that one tech is – 
like more intellectually superior than the other, because like I, again, you just kind of said it, I'm not well-versed enough in the rest of those to even kind of make that judgment call. I just know hydrocarbon extraction, but I, I definitely learned about bubble making and bubble hash uh, way before I even knew about hydrocarbon extraction because of bubble man and hash church and just watching those videos back in the day, you know, I just immersed myself in the education side of it. And that's, that's all it was, you know, there's no one to talk to. There's no classes to take. It was, you know, find what you could online. And uh, that's, I mean, people like Brett Maverick were a huge inspiration in terms of my closed loop system and uh, naughty, I think at K N O T T maybe another T Y or something like that. I have no idea like what videos are still up with these people, but um, there's a couple like that that really inspired me to get into hydrocarbon. Um, and I mean, bubble hash is cool and all, but like, I just, I just saw the, the efficiency and that wasn't like a deter- determining factor, but it certainly is now. And the efficiency of it is just so far superior. And what you can do with the product in the end and how quickly is also. As a, um, as a longtime bubble maker, uh, <laughs> there's no way I'm touching the turps that you're pushing. You know what I'm saying? The, as far as flavor profile goes, hands down, your side of the table uh, has it on you know bubble extraction for sure. There's some good tasting bubble material, but it ain't it ain't as tasty as that stuff. Well, and I I don't know in your experience, but the guys that I talk to that have a lot of experience with bubble hash, they say like the citrusy terps and those kind of sativa, whatever you want to call it, terps that I like, um, they don't wash well. Like no, and 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 I think all things are equal when it comes to hydrocarbon because it's it just kind of is what it is. You're kind of condensing everything into a tube and soaking it and bringing out what you want and leaving what behind what you don't. Whereas bubble hash, like, I don't know. I don't, again, I don't know enough about it, but something about it doesn't favor the, those like citrusy terps where the gassy stuff, everything like that, the garlic terps, everything like, Oh, they come out amazing. Um, but it, it's, you know, it's, I don't know why it's not equal. Do you, I have no idea. <laughs> well, this is just in theory, really. I some terps, and I'm thinking maybe that uh, citrus terps are what more water soluble than uh, garlic terps. They could be one. The other, you know, they could be more oily based. And the other, I would think, uh, as far as bubble extraction, uh, I think most sativas are small-headed glands anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if when when I'm trying to catch them in a bubble method that they're usually like in a 45 and 37 and if they're anything past that they're getting broken yeah. down from you just the force of you trying to get that shit through the bag is just mashing your material up so you're losing a lot and what's left is pretty battered I think is a lot of that uh I think some for me, if because I don't mess with the hydrocarbon, if I can't, I do a test wash in like a one gallon bag, one gallon bags, some material. And if it ain't, if I, if I can't see the asset of where it's mm. at, and I know it's going to be shit, I'll more try to dry sift it a little yeah. bit, clean it up a little bit that way, and then make butter out of the rest. Okay. Yeah, I, had, I hadn't thought about the water. I mean, I've heard the uh, the gland size, like the, the trichome head size. I've heard that from at least one or two people. Uh, and that makes sense. 
Um, especially when you're getting out of that small, you know, you're just like the, you're not running bags that small, you know, it's just like generally, but maybe that's, a, maybe that's uh, an issue with the bags that are getting produced. Maybe they're just not focusing on those glands or something. I don't know, but it, the water solubility issue, I had never really thought about. And that makes sense. And that probably is why some guys are using like the, um, the turp traps or the cold traps or whatever to try to collect what they can out of that. Just, just to save the little bit they can, you know, um, because we've you've seen that actually you were one of the guys that posted like the purple water right i've seen a couple like purple water posts coming out of like these bubble hashes oh it's nuts i love it i love it unfortunately you've lost it all in the water the purple stream right wash well you you ain't catching nothing it's all pretty water you might as well be drinking it Uh, kool-aid or something maybe i will (laughs) But I, yeah, I think for me, I think you're better off trying to press those strains uh, or uh, maybe go hydrocarbon. What's your thoughts on that? Um, What's I mean, your favorite strain to run, I guess. Do you have a favorite strain you just could blast over and over and over? Uh, use it for a base, I guess. You know, something that you use for a good backbone, and then you know, drop some, uh, cross it with another strain. Um, well. I mean, Clementine's my go-to. I, I absolutely love Clementine. It's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it is honestly the most highly requested strain I have. Um, it is my personal favorite. I, I come from that kind of tangy background it is, as it is with uh, kosher tangy and 24 karat gold being in my, uh, my girls for so long. Um, and then the Clementine is a little bit different, but it's also a, little, a better producer. Not as pretty of a plant as that kosher tangy for sure. Cause that was just a crazy lime greens and purples and just sparkly frosty, but the Clementine does produce a little bit better. And it just seems like the terpenes are a little bit um, maybe in a higher ratio. Um, the THC isn't crazy high in it, but like I said, THC is kind of THC. That's, you know, the terpenes are what modulate it. So that's one of those ones where I could take and not only for myself, but for the community blast day in and day out. But uh, it's also one that does mix well with a lot of other ones. Um, and I've tried some of the kind of funkier ones with it. It's like kind of okay. Um, it works well with chili bean, but not with sweet pink pie. Okay. It works well with Durban poison, grapefruit Durban, um, lime skunk. It just kind of gets jumbled, you know? Uh, but those are all four of those are similar terpene profiles. So that's probably the one my just my go-to for sure. Another one though, um, is grapefruit Durban and that for whatever reason those grapefruit terps man they just come through impeccably in hydrocarbon or at least in my hydrocarbon extraction and it always produces an unreal extract um again two strains i'm kind of biased towards as it is but yeah those would be the probably the go-to's nice before you take a chance on running the material do you have it tested to see uh if it meets your standards, like in terpene profile and THC content, like we're saying, it strain dependent. Some like some may not even be worth your time in uh, in extracting. Yeah, I, I'm sure. Um, I actually so I don't do that in terms of lab testing or in terms of even like the bioassay testing of the flower. But what I do do is I blast it because I want to see. Um, I want to see not only what it comes out in as flower, you know, just 
the nugs itself, right, as a flower product, but I want to see what it comes out as as a fresh frozen or maybe even a dried product out of my, uh, you know, at the end of my processing. Um, and a big part of that in the last couple of years has been, okay, what's the terp to diamond ratio? I want to know, like, I can see faster than I can turn around at the lab, I can see the terp ratio to terp to diamond ratio. And that's going to, I can just, just looking at that jar while it's in my oven gives me almost, almost more information than the lab does, but it certainly gives it to me quicker. And that's one of those things where like, I can see how quickly it's crashing out. Okay. Maybe this one crashes out in 24 hours and the other one's crashing out in three weeks. That's a big factor right there. Um, the terpene ratio, right? Or it, maybe it produces such little diamonds you can't, it's not even worth producing sauce out of. Like my Durban poison, it's got 4.31% terpenes by volume in flour, right? I believe that plus a low THC percentage makes it just not want to crash out at all into sauce. So that's one of those products where it's like almost going to be live resin every time just because it honestly takes a month plus to make it in the sauce. Um, those are all things I look for in my extraction process. Um, now, once that's done, I'll take it to the lab and I'll actually find out those results. Like the things I suspect, like the fact that uh, Durban poison, lime skunk, grapefruit, Durban, uh, Clementine, all those like favorites of mine, all are very high in terpenaline, which is um, one of those kind of sativa leaning terpenes I've found. Um, and then they're also pretty high in CBGA. Uh, which is maybe another thing that my body is looking for, right? So that's kind of my process of determining what to uh, keep, I guess. But as you know, I I do like to do a pheno hunt every like year to 18 months. And about three years ago, it got to the point where I had 32 phenos and it took about almost a full year to get it down to about 15 phenos. But uh, yeah, that processing was a major factor in determining those phenos. You did get the uh, Primal Punch F2s from Ed, right? Yep. F2s? Yep. They're, uh, they're about 12 inches high right now, and they will be going in for my next flowering run. You are going to – that's one of the ones for Groly. I'm telling you. I'm giving you this heads up right now. <laughs> you are going to want that one. It is going to be one of your next big ones, I'm telling you right now. It is so banana. I've gave it out Ooh. to a few people here in the chat, and it is like a Chiquita banana. And then, I mean, even smoking it. I mean, not, we're not just talking about growing it. And if you look down, if you look, get a chance tonight, look down my uh, stories. There's a tent of, I posted a bunch of buds and this four by four tent behind me on this tent uh, test light. But uh, PP2's in there. And it's got donkey dick buds that are this big <laughs> yeah. and about that fucking big around. Oh, yeah. And it's so juicy banana in the buds and, you know, breaking it up. But as you smoke it, I mean, you, well, you can even smoke a joint this size. And, you know, so usually if you, as something this big, usually it might get a little more nasty as it gets down, you know, more oily and less mm. flavorful. But not, not the Primal Punch, too. Straight <laughs> fucking banana all the way down. And then as you get down to, like, say, like, right here this much, it turns into, like, some weird, like, punchy flavor. But still banana-y. It's almost more, at that point, like a uh, a baby food banana. Okay. At that point. And, uh, oh, yeah. You'll be, and it's just greasy. Just fucking greasy, sugary. 
hats off to med grower one on that but you you are going to want to extract that one for a while yeah i i'm sure i will i I was impressed with the f1s uh honestly they were definitely more berry leaning for me i kept two of them and you know growing six seven feet tall much love i ran the f1s from right from the get to i tested those for med and Mm -hmm. f1 to f2 yeah f1's got the nice gorilla glue and it's got a nice taste to it and everything f2 brings the yield and fucking bigger buds and super turfs yeah i'm excited i'm excited <laughs> i would be i would be as a, if i did what you did i would be ecstatic yeah because i i haven't and that's no lie soon as it soon as it's in flower you'll know exactly exactly what i'm talking about okay super ecstatic i'm not lying about that well now, now you're one that was one he was like on the fence about uh, <laughs> out there. I'm like, mm, you're gonna be cheating some people if you. Don't <laughs> that. That's what you're, you're making me want to grow them bigger than they are right now because they're only in those seven by seven by nines that I've been using la- this past run, and now I kind of want to dump them in like at least five gallon pots to get them big enough so I know I can extract them. Um, uh, I have no problem in fucking showing you because these fuckers have like, uh, let's say a week to go. Our last. So if it get a, if I open that tent up right now and it actually threw a dong, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's coming down in a couple of days anyway, and I'm not exactly scared of that. <laughs> no. this tent momentarily, and you look at this fucking girls. This is no lie. I'll push this fucking carbon thing out of the way. That? Oh yeah! <laughs> oh my gosh! What size pots are those? Those those are tens. Wow! Yep. Okay. I'm getting bigger pots, people. <laughs> yeah, and that fucker, I'm telling you, some of them buds that are in the back there, are probably you know. Mm. Yeah, fucking wrist thick, easy. So <laughs> you will absolutely love that. I mean, sounds... out, out he's, yeah. he'll be here Saturday. He's coming Saturday night. Nice, good, good. Yeah, he uh, he's great, man. He's he's been a big supporter of a lot of ours for a long time. I can't say nothing but awesome things about him. And I those man, you make me want to put something like that outdoors. That looks like an outdoor game. <laughs> it could probably do really, really well outdoors for sure. But you're going to love those chirps. Uh, Skillable One's in the chat right here. I passed him some about two, three weeks ago, and uh, he's, he's loving it. He can vouch for everything I'm telling you right now. Okay. And everybody, I'd pass that too. I mean, I passed out a few, some patients and some others, and the response back, I mean, I live up north for Gurley, okay? And uh, by the time I left downstate where I met my patients and then came back here, by the time I got back, they were like, uh, when can you <laughs> come back down? <laughs> Isn't that such a good feeling? Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Dude, have you ever had banana trips before? Because like the only thing, I'm trying to wreck my brain and I think. Not like this. Oh, yeah, right. Not like right. this. Okay. Good. Yeah, I'm excited, man. The only man. other thing he had, he had a um, skunk punch or, yeah, 
that's what he wanted to call it. That's uh, I wanted to call it white knuckle skunk punch. But it, uh, um, it had a banana. It was like a fruity pebbles on the inhale, and it was like banana on the exhale. Oh. This is super super banana. I, mean, I do love me some fruity pebbles. <laughs> oh, it's it, it's this number two is amazing. That's all I can say about it. F2. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'll be uh, probably three, about three months out still from, you know, really knowing what I'm going to have at the end. But uh, I, I, they're going into flower next. I'm excited. Yeah, just let them veg out a little bit longer and uh, you'll be okay. You know yeah. What I'm saying? If, uh, I think that's what I'm going to do. I'll get it kind of beefy. So how do you feel about rosin? Is that in your repertoire at all or uh, no? Um, I mean, in, in terms of my like top like 15 videos on YouTube, it is. Uh, but no, I just do. I actually tripped over my rosin press today. Like it's it's covered in dust, like sitting on the floor kind of thing. And um, it was something that, you know, Best Value have actually provided to me um, to put a video up and uh, again, it was just like, all right, if I got some dry sifts at the bottom of my trim bin, like, yeah, maybe squeeze out into some rosin. So I got some dabbleable product, you know, but like at that point, I almost would rather use that dry sift for like edibles or something. Um, it just, no, I don't know, F- brother. How does, how does something like this sound? I, I've never seen, I don't get out to the provisioning centers, I guess, anymore or as much as I should. Or why would don't I, need I don't to, know. right? Yeah, <laughs> I feel you. But uh, why would uh, so like a something like a rosin dripped in? Like if I had like a freezer full of like turfs, like I'm sure you do, some rosin, some good rosin with dripped in, you know, some turfs, uh, sounds like super appealing. And like you having the tools there, I'm sure that would be something that would be interest a lot of people i'm sure something like that would be super super tasty fire okay so this this sounds like a collab that needs to happen between some bubble hash slash live rosin slash whatever rosin maker and myself because i've had a slew of ideas of what to do with the terps that i'm processing and extracting out I mean, everything from a variety of edibles to uh, – I just don't want to get too deep with it because these are things I want to do, but I just haven't been able to do yet, you know? But that's that's stuff- a good uh, bubble hash extractor rosin maker that you could probably work with that uh, he does amazing rosin. So just if you're ever looking for somebody, I got a name for you. That's the thing, like with with my sauce, I'm down, man. I'm I'm always down for interesting things like that because with with my sauce, basically what it is is like the diamonds, the THCA crashes out at the bottom of the jar, and then at the top of the jar floats essentially the uh, terpenes and in a lot of other cannabinoids. You know, it's not it's not just terpenes, um, but that's where a majority of the terpenes are located. So what you can do is you can pour off those terpenes, leave the diamonds behind, and then you kind of break them up and purge them separately. Right. Well. Once they're done purging, you have to put them back together to get your sauce product of the, you know, two parts you just separated. So I take, you know, a half gram or whatever the ratio is at the end. I take, let's say, half a gram of diamonds into a jar, and then I drizzle half a gram of that terpene portion on top. But you could take that terpene portion, and whether it's a clementine profile that I extracted or it's primal punch and Durban poison together, right? Like something like that. 
um, whatever combo or whatever terpene profile you want to make, you can then take that and put it into anything, right? So do you want to put it on some rosin? Let's try it. Like, and that's the thing, like, let's get five different jars of rosin, take one or two different terpene profiles and then mix them. And you got, cause that's the thing you got to find out what's, what's going to be the good combo. Well, I guess the latest thing that I've, I've been, I'm not a rosin extractor myself, but I'm, I got an inquisitive nature. Okay. And from what I've seen, like the latest thing they've been doing with the rosin is after it comes out and it's still warm, they're kind of whipping it and turning it into something you know, a little bit different. Just like, you know, you can do with uh, the hydrocarbons, basically, you know, the way you work it, you can get a different product. Mm-hmm. So what they're, it's a different, whole different taste. And really, you know, it's the rage right now. So I'm wondering if when it's hot like that, they couldn't drizzle in some of your terps during that whip and just make something amazing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you if you are in fact losing terpenes or just not uh, extracting the terpenes in the bubble hash process, like again, I'm I'm kind of all for adding terps, right? Like the terps you get from the plant, um, but I'm all for like trying combos and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, that's that's one way to do it. And I know, I mean, I know those those rosin guys are making sauce too. You know what I mean? Like they're definitely figuring out all sorts of different methods of you know cold cure and all this stuff. So. Um, and I've had, I've had my fair share of it for in here, Michigan, and it's phenomenal stuff. Don't get me wrong. Like they're not, it's not, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's quality. Don't, you know, I, I'm not here knocking bubble hash or rosin or anything like that. Um, yeah, but, but yeah, I would love to experience, uh, experiment with stuff like that. Cause I, I have no idea what they're doing on that end. So if we could find ways to, uh, collab or work together or create something new, I am all for that. Nice, nice. I will uh, drop you his name and uh, see or if you want to have him get a hold of you, either or, but I'm sure he'd be interested. Definitely. I was watching some of his presses on Instagram the other day, and, and they were just rivers. They were just beautiful. I'm like, yeah. I know that's, <laughs> he doesn't usually just press flour. I, like, I know he likes to make it bubble hash first and then press it. Yeah, and it, it seems like that's like, you know, oh, gosh, we're adding this whole other step, right? Well, I'll tell you what, the, the difference in product is of, it's far and above when it, you, you know, turn it into bubble hash and then press it out. Oh, my gosh. That's like really how you get that quality uh, hash rosin. So um, what do you have coming in the future? You didn't see is the sickness just can't shut everything down or? How's the Figueroli camp handling all this mess? Uh, I mean, it's just, honestly, that's like one of the things. Okay, when this when this whole thing came about, and I don't want to get too deep into it, but like when this whole mess came about, I was really worried about folks like you and I that were, you know, kind of essentially entrepreneurs, but like, you know, we didn't have like any kind of foothold. We don't have employees to, you know, worry about on payroll and stuff like that. And so like, I just felt like we might get screwed, right? Well, we're not exactly getting any kind of like major benefit or anything like that. Um, But it's, I found it's almost business as usual. Like I'm doing less meetings, you know, less driving around and stuff like that. Um, You know, when it comes to taking care of clients in the, on the commercial side of things and stuff, but at the same time, it's, 
it's like, you know, these plants only grow so fast anyway. You know, there's only so much processing to do now. Anyway, I can only take so many clones right now. Anyway, you know, it's like, it's kind of business as usual for a lot of growers. I feel like now, you know, when it comes to harvesting, what happens after that, you know, who knows, but all I know is the lines were out the door for the last few weeks at the dispensaries when people were stocking up. So, you know, yeah, that's there's very, certainly demand. Very true points. <laughs> so besides the primal punch, uh, what are you growing and how are you growing it? If you don't mind uh, going over that. Sure. So, I mean, definitely for those of you that see this, I'll, you know, shameless plug myself uh, on YouTube here as well at Fergroli. Um, I've been doing updates on there, not only the 20 days of 420, just a little fun, like quick clips of different products and stuff like the barn rip I was telling you about. Um, but also the, uh, uh, my garden, you know, I'm finally doing some more garden updates after like almost two years or maybe about two years on hiatus where I was just like doing drone and video game, you know, footage because I just wasn't I was able- still watching them. <laughs> I appreciate that. Eagle. I really do. Um, I had to, you know, I had to have a creative outlet, I guess, but, um, you know, wasn't able to put up my garden. Uh, and, you know, now I am again, I'm back on my own and, you know, it's, I want to be able to share it again. So I, I just decided to put it out there. Um, I am growing right now uh, about probably a third of my garden is Clementine. The rest is this 2020 phenol hunt I started, which has been a beautiful disaster because of powdery mildew. Um, but what has survived is a couple cutlass Supreme from ocean grown, a uh, couple of the milk core CBD, uh, which is from Dog of the Hut and Ocean Grown. We got a couple of Vader's Vintage, also from Ocean Grown. I got a Mimosa from Med Grower One. I've got a bunch of slur cane from Third Eye Melts. Um, and what else? I think there's a Jesus Juice left as well from um, Empire Breeding Company. Uh, those are like, that was the 2020 Fino Hunt slash 2020, what did I call it? The 2020 Powdery Mildew Resistance Hunt. <laughs> uh, because those are all the things that just, handled it you know did did not get any powdery mildew was no reason to chop them they survived and you know all the way through harvest and here we are so um those strains unfortunately because of the powdery mildew and all that i don't have any clones of the slurricane seems to be like the extractor's rage right now right for some reason um that's what I hear. I mean, I haven't seen too much of it, uh, although I know that there's like a lot of offshoots of it already. So I, I do, I'm so late to the game when it comes to lineage because for so, uh, or genetics, because for so long I've been just refining my own clone genetic line, whatever, um, to get down to the ones I really, really think are winners, you know, the ones that are going to win the cups. Right. And I, I got to that point and then whittled it down even further. And now I'm to the point where it's like, I got to just try something new. Um, so when it comes to like, I think that's smart as hell because you, as an extract artist, I mean, having the staples like Clementine and everything that keeps everybody coming, but like the Indigo daydreams, (laughs) I, you know, them are the treats, you know what I mean? They come, come in for the Clementine and everything, grab that and they go, Ooh, (laughs) you know what I mean? So you gotta have them staples to keep, it's just like the, 
the brand for Groly, you know what I mean? You got to have the staples that you produce that everybody's always going to want, which I guess leads me to another question is, will there ever get to a point where you're just like, man, I love Clementine. It's a great strain, but, you know, I've worked it a million times. I just wish I could be over it and, uh, you know, work with something else for a while. Well, I, I mean, I'll never say never because, you know, there's, people are constantly bringing new creations and new things. And I, I love trying stuff. Um, I just have this, I mean, I have a bag of Clementines in my fridge right now. You know what I mean? Like this is something I eat regularly and I enjoy that flavor and that smell. Um, Smells changed, you know, your, your body wants different things sometimes and that could change over time. But right now for the last couple of years, really the last five years, at least, uh, which is a majority of my growing career, that has been my flavor. So do I see it ending anytime soon? No. Do I see myself maybe moving on to a, a different orange or another plant that's not the same Clementine I've been growing? Sure. Why not? You know, I, I I'm open to all things, but, um, no, she's sticking around, man. <laughs> you know, orange turps have always done well, uh, both in flower and in extraction. You know, uh, a lot of guys don't mess, I think, around with them because either they're harder to find or a lot of, in my experience, a lot of the more orange strains are like velvety. You know, super, uh, you know, they have to go a little bit. They're super hairy. They got to go a little bit longer. You got to support them. They, uh, they can be a butt. They yeah. Can be at times. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's your seem to always be giving up something. And like, honestly, like I said, it's kind of the bag appeal on the Clementine I have. There's just not a whole lot of bag appeal. Like if I took a picture of that plant right now at day like 57 or whatever it is, 58, you're going to be like, that's it. That's Clementine. Like beautiful hairs, nice lime green color. And, you know, you see some frost and everything, but it's, it's kind of boring. You know, it's like stacked because we get stacked, <laughs> but it, like at the bag appeal itself, once you get it down to it, it just kind of looks like weed, you know, but then you open it and it's like, Oh shit. Okay. Those, are, that's those Clementine terps, you know, and then the processing and extracting is a whole different story. But um, yeah, you always seem to give up something for those delicious terps. What's your turp profile, man? Like, what's your go-to? I I know what you're smoking on right now, but like, I like the gas, I guess. And uh, I guess followed up by some fruity every once in a while. Uh, I like to lean uh, more or less. I'm looking for. I'm searching for pine right now. Is what I'm looking for. It's pinene. those have been my favorite in the past, more the fuely ones uh, for like a daytime and clear-headed. But uh, for right now, I'm looking for the alpha piney, something that's just knock you in the face pine. And uh, from my uh, experience lately, the ones I'm loving are uh, lemon lava drops and tights got them both, our empire breeding. Uh, the lemon lava drops and the dominatrix that I'm running right now is just fucking amazing. It is ooh, super good. It's a uh, pine, two pine, but it's, I'd say like a 60 pine, you know, 60 pine lemon, you know, maybe a 30, 60, 30, but a little bit of something else floating in there, but I'm super satisfied with it. I guess I'm going to have to pop them. Dominatrix. <laughs> Fuck yeah, that's a good one. Uh, I'm yeah, gonna, I'm gonna, I guess I'm going to have to pop too. these. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's, you know, it's about time. I got to pop some more seeds. We're uh, about to push these beers on fire and, uh, you know, probably punch in here soon. So uh, maybe in a week or two, I'll, I'll pop some more, <laughs> but yeah, that'll, that'll have to go on there. I, pop, I popped his uh, dominatrix and Jesus juice. <laughs> I haven't got to flower out the Jesus juice yet, but uh, I, I've run a few of his strains too. She's pretty stretchy. The one I got is pretty stretchy, but it's producing like some serious golf ball nugs. And um, I haven't really dug into the Terps too much at this point, but it's a pretty plant. I'm pretty impressed. Yeah, shout out to Empire Breeding Company. Look them up on Instagram because they are bringing the fire. You can find both his genetics, uh, Med Grower Ones, Primal Punch over there and everything they're working with. And uh, you know, a lot of other smaller breeders they're uh, representing there as well so check him out i've seen uh med teasing everybody with those uh wedding cake times primals <laughs> today and i was like oh <laughs> that sounds super good man yeah I mean, he's made he's made an awesome transition as another michigander man he's made an awesome transition from grower to you know grower youtuber to now you know breeder in the last couple of years man hats off he's through some fire yes. oh yeah yeah i'm so glad he started doing that yeah i really because he's always grown fire man he really has he's he just doesn't have, like he's one of those guys that needs to like someone needs to scale him up you know what i mean like someone needs to put him in a freaking commercial facility to just, just like find and breed stuff and just grow bomb dank weed because i think he'd be capable and you know i've seen his garden progress over the, the years and yeah just breeding is like one of those things that like can reinvigorate you just like i think processing can so i always encourage people to like like yeah growing is like the first step guys like there's so much to this there's so much to do and like it's really fun to grow but you know and maybe you just still want to grow so get into breeding like do something something more just be careful you don't pollinate your whole garden Yeah, there's a lot of work to that, you know. People don't realize the years, dude. Risk you can take in cross pollination, or you know, just your medication room getting, you know, contaminated from walking around or being in the breeding room. Seriously. Uh, what about uh, outdoor? Are you an outdoor guy? Is somewhat. Okay. <laughs> outdoor grower? No. Yeah. Uh, okay. No. Uh, I just yeah. I was talking about this the other day. I would, I had the tendency to try to do things to the fullest. Yeah. <laughs> if, I were to, if I were to try to step outside, it would be in full mission just to grow one super tree that, that everybody would probably see and probably just draw everybody like a magnet. Might as well put a light on green. Light yeah, on. get some Christmas lights on, man. <laughs> Oh goodness, that's funny. Yeah, I feel you though. After especially after seeing like Mendo Dope and those guys doing what they do, it's like, man, I'm so jealous. I wish I could have a couple of those in my backyard. You know, oh, they're massive. Yeah, I do okay indoors. You know what I mean? If I'm gonna right. grow small, containable bushes as a security method, I might as well just keep my ass indoors. And that's the other reason I don't is because I do run a perpetual harvest, so. Why do I want to put a security risk outdoors and try to yeah. you know, draw somebody in for the wrong reasons? Just I feel you, man. Whatever. I've asked myself that a hundred times. You know what I mean? Because I always try to weigh it, and it's like, is it worth it? Is it worth it? And most of the time, it's not. <laughs> it's just still, unfortunately. But I've said this also for a long time. I want this 
the legality and the regulation of this to come to the point where anyone and everyone can have a greenhouse in their backyard and it not be a thing either for the regulatory bodies nor the guy down the street that wants to rob you. Cause it's that just readily available and anyone can do it. It's fully legal. Just pop, you know, pop up a greenhouse and have at it guys, you know? So are you already uh, prepared for the transition in September or uh, is that something that you're going to have to work through just like the rest of us as far as being able to get your product out there and on the shelf? Uh, are you going to be able to maintain branding and all that shit? Right. So it's obviously would be very difficult to do. Uh, I am in the process of finding my spot at the commercial table. You know what I'm saying? Um, you should. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. There's no reason you, know, you shouldn't be. I mean, you're top in the, I feel one of the top artists here in Michigan for sure. I appreciate why that, not, man. Why not step up and be able to at least take it to a state level and hopefully, you know, it does so well here and things change on a national level. That's something you'd be able to take out on a national branding. You know what I mean? Right. Just I mean, like it's... the cookies. I'll just get that bright green background. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, uh, you know, I've, I've thought about it a lot and there's a lot of different ways it can go. Um, unfortunately it's like, there's too many different ways it can go. It feels like sometimes, uh, but you know, I would love to have like a, my own micro grower or micro business license, right? Like I've basically been doing seed to sale soil to oil for, you know, four or five years now as it is. Um, why, why not just continue that under a, you know, regulated scenario. Right. Um, so that's one possibility. Uh, another possibility would be to basically just, you know, bring my brand other under somebody's like umbrella or whatever you want to call it, where they could like incubate me and help me scale up, um, to the point where I could provide at a state level through the metric system. Um, and then, you know, of course, I guess the, another opportunity would just be to do like some licensing deal where I provide maybe the SOPs, uh, the strains, you know, that kind of thing. And they would just kind of produce a product on their own. Um, I am, I have been, and can, will continue to weigh these options. Um, and I, I have Me, not, I would be uh, more concerned about the, the micro license so you can, uh, you know, obtain and, uh, uh, keep using the branding, secure your branding and keep right. ma- that maintaining. You know, I think that's, if it were me and I were in your shoes, I think that would be my next step. So I, cause I, I'm sure at some point they're going to let the micros get into the provisioning centers. I'm sure they'll allow your product there eventually, well, but there it, are... it seems like it'd just be the safest spot to duck down for a second, maybe a year or so until you see how things are going to transition. And then you've maintained your branding for like a fucking, excuse my language, but it, I guess it's in the title for a year. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> for a year and then uh, seeing how things went and then popped up and maybe went for a bigger licensing at that point. Right. And the, yeah, that's like the opportunities are kind of endless. Like I said, but like the, the biggest barrier to entry uh, has always been money. You know, it's not, it's not the fact that I don't have the education or the experience or the brand or the business know-how or the, I mean, even the degree, like I I've got kind of everything I need except the money. And it takes just hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not millions, depending on the scale you're going for. Um, and that's, it's just something I really can't do on my own. So that's where it's like, 
I, you know, I've got to figure out where the fit is. I, I guess I potentially could get a micro business license, but like to be successful, um, at the level I'd want to be, I think it'd be difficult to do with the lack of funding that I have, you know? So, but I will say the micro businesses are allowed to do events, which I think is awesome. Cause like say I had a micro business license, right? I could just continue to do those high, high times cannabis cups, continue to provide the same medicine I've been able to do or been able to provide. And like, that would be a scenario I'd be okay with, but um, yeah, I'm just, you know, uh, I was talking about this the other night uh, about micro business. Are you limiting are you limited to the municipality? Oh, I stumbled on this with that cotton mouth. <laughs> uh, to where you live, or uh, your licenses, where you could be in the uh, micro grow, or can you like say live in one county and your micro grow be? Oh yeah, yeah. no, that's there's no there's no limitations or restrictions on where you live. It's where the license exists, right? So it it just has to be in an approved municipality. So, um, like Detroit is approved for medical but not recreational, right? Like that's one example, or not yet, I should say. Um, it's it's more of an opt in sort of situation. Uh, now a lot a lot I think a lot more have opted out than they have opted in. Uh, so that, you know, can make things difficult, but no, I don't think there's any attachment to your residence other than maybe if it's a state thing, right? Like, you know, I think you have to be, or at least someone on the paperwork has to be a resident of the state of Michigan kind of thing, I think. Yeah. It's all so foggy right now. And I'm, I'm sad that a lot of people are going to be squeezed out by September when uh we help build the whole market really as caregivers yeah we were good every time they got in trouble but now all of a sudden they want to squeeze us out and just let the you know things fly it's kind of bummer i hope hopefully i'm hoping it fails well you never know you know uh maybe there's a little light in the sickness going around that may slow everything down to right uh caregivers are still needed they may have to reword that and extend things out for a little bit and give us a little bit more time which you know you laugh but how many times have michigan exactly done? exactly dude i for two years for two years i i told everyone everyone in this industry i'm like no i am just riding this yo-yo right now it's a yo-yo because we have no idea what two miles in the whole they would they dropped so many complete changes in regulations with just a memo that there was no warning about. Oh, Hey, 10 AM. Here's a memo. No more uh, THCA, no more diamonds. You can't use, you can't have diamonds. Like what? Oh, why? Cause there's no approved process. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, what are we talking about? Hey, uh, let me set up the camera and you guys find the flaw. I, I do. I had, I had uh, dispensaries telling me, they're like, dude, just make a sauce video so we can like bring this to Lara to say that this is the SOPs that they need to approve. And I'm like, what? Uh, it's just such a silly game, man. And it's, it's, it's frustrating, but you know, it is what it is. Um, I, I guess this is what everyone was asking for, you know, when they asked for legal tax weed or whatever. Um, but you know, you got to kind of look at the bright side too. Um, caregivers, I, you know, we're not really going away anytime soon. Um, everyone will continue to grow for themselves, whether it's under a medical license or a recreational or whatever it might be. Um, dispensaries are going to continue to persist. And, and you know, there's going to be more and bigger grow ops and more brands than cookies around the block, you know, coming soon. So 
Um, you know, things are going to continue to expand, but yeah, I think you're right. Like we have such a contraction right now of things of slowing down that honestly, I hope, I hope people just start growing their own. I would love to see that at least have people like get inspired to do something like that. It's a good time. It's a good time to do that. Yeah. It's, yeah. I know I'm uh, happy to be a grower right now. If I'm going to be trapped at home, there is no better place than to be trapped. Surrounded right. by a bunch yeah. of ladies. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I can it up for a minute here. I can tell you. <laughs> for real. So, uh, what else is going on in Groly's life? Hey, if you get any free time, what's uh for Groly do when he's actually got it? So I know you're absolutely your shit. You're hustling now. You're back to making videos. Yeah, so, yeah. So it's been it's been a task, man, doing these daily videos because I, I filmed a couple like in advance. You know what I mean, just to give me some buffer room. But the last like two or three, I've filmed like a couple hours before just to like make sure they're produced and ready to go at four twenty. You know, so I am essentially producing a video a day right now uh just right where i am sitting right now and you know they're quick one two three maybe three and a half minutes something like that the one was today um but i just i just feel like it's time to get the content out there it's time to ramp that up i've been kind of absent on youtube for a long time other than like the grow tube um and a couple other videos here and there um so i really wanted to produce content because people are at home people are like you know i'm sure we're all kind of getting antsy and a little bit bored uh and i realized today i've got over 300 videos on youtube so i'm like all right let's just keep adding to the library um but yeah that's that's keeping me busy and keeping me focused and you know making sure i have something to do um on a you know like a goal every day you know just another thing to check off um but uh, yeah in addition to processing like i ran some material today you know probably running material tomorrow um you know, I got my garden and the harvest is right around the corner and continuing to clone and keep veg plants healthy and all that. Uh, but I also started a uh, about 2,000 square foot outdoor veggie garden. And I've got like 40 different um, plants going in, everything from pumpkins to melons to raspberries, strawberries, corn, and, you know, just kind of everything in between squash and cucumbers and peppers and tomatillos and just I got, everything <laughs> i got a feeling something tells me you at the end of this fall you're gonna be like <laughs> i am so glad i planted this garden i have your fresh supply of veggies that you know you may not you may have to store or whatever but it, at least you'll have them Right. The idea, I mean, hopefully we'll be able to kind of consume them as we go like you know i, I do plan on having a couple um you know two crops of certain things. Um, so the stuff that does really well in like the spring, uh, early spring. And, uh, you know, so try to try to basically have enough for not only my family, but, you know, my, maybe to, enough to give to my neighbors and, you know, enough for my family, like my, ex, you know, not just my immediate family, but my other family members too, when I can see them next. Right. You know, like that's a big thing. Uh, big reason I started this. It's like, well, not only did I want to do it and I've always, like I said, I've always grown veggies. I've always tried to bend self-sustaining as much as I can. So what is the one veggie that uh, you go, all right, I got to have this much space for, you know, these tomatoes or vegetables, fruit or whatever. It's not tomatoes, man. Um uh, Gosh, there's okay. So I probably consume sweet bell peppers and uh, jalapenos the most. So basically, peppers probably dominate my garden. 
but I have these raspberries that have it's like second generation like handed down to me raspberries that my family makes like a hundred pounds of jam every year with and we just we have just these phenomenal raspberries that i'm excited to pick and eat and make into jam every year um so that's what that's like the clementine of my veggie garden you know what i'm saying um but what i actually consume the most of is definitely uh, bell peppers and jalapenos i cook with one or two meals a day and maybe three meals a day yeah i'm a big pepper fan myself but i'd skip the jalapenos i've got a, a love hate relationship with the <laughs> habanero pepper. Ooh. It's, just, ooh, it's so good it's like one of them things you know you take that first bite and it's a little brutal sweat all over the dome but after that point it just kind of like uh numbs most of the mouth most of the taste buds in your mouth but in the rest is just fucking goodness after that <laughs> And the hate relationship is feeling it just burn its way all the way down yeah. out. Yeah. But uh, it's, it's worth it sometimes, man. I can be, I can overdo it when I get into it. That's for sure. It's, I've had full body sweats going from. Oh, that. yeah. Oh, for sure. Just like a massive dab. You can get, you know, those body sweats the same way from some peppers, bro. Like, I I, I do like spicy things. Um, I actually, I, what I, grew habaneros before i ever grew cannabis but um i haven't grown grown them in a couple years but i did start growing these like red thai chili peppers or something they're like really tiny but they're i got a good flavor to them and a nice little spiciness and um but yeah jalapenos man i just put that in anything (laughs) yeah they're definitely good especially fresh you can almost it at the right time right before they get hot hot just go out there and eat them when they're almost mm-hmm. like sweet kind oh of yeah hot. oh yeah yeah man you're making me hungry I, mean, I might have to go make some uh fourth meal here <laughs> nice, nice well uh, i don't want to hold you forever i'm i'm just giving you the outs now but we can still keep going with this conversation it's been almost an hour and a half now and i'm feeling pretty blessed i mean i didn't think i'd get you know a few minutes out of you much less an hour and a half no no i i tell everybody i do this and i love talking shop with people like especially now right you know like it's you just like i said in the past there's nowhere to learn so you had to learn online there's no to really talk to and now we kind of do have these communities especially when we can meet up at like vehicle city social and stuff like that and really just session and chill out and talk shop and share each other's products and stuff um but doing these live streams like I love it, man. I love talking shop with groups and individuals. And I think we should take this to a part two sometime, maybe schedule that um, down the road because it is getting late. Oh, but I, I appreciate it, man. I really appreciate him on the night. Not nearly as much as I do for Broly. I mean, in no way did you owe me for this or anything. I mean, you did not have to do this at all. And I super appreciate you uh, helping me, you know, give me some content not only some content some excellent content i know all night long uh we've had our 30 viewers at one point and that's for you know this is episode 12 and that's amazing i think for you know a freshman episode out this has been going for like two weeks we're going on week two right now but you're cranking them out dude i applaud you because you're cranking them out i decided i was gonna do it and uh i I actually thought about every night. You know, I was like, every night. I'm sure there's going to be some stumble and falls, but, you know, I'm going to try. I'm going to make it a, an effort, and the only thing you'll ever make 
anything work is by dedication and uh you know fucking give it a try and you made me get that much further on my journey and i can't thank you enough it's it's been an awesome chat here and i know everybody in chat has loved this they said they appreciate it so much i've been watching the chat and they thank you so much this has been great i mean the, the appreciation's not just here and i know this is a side of fagroli that you know you haven't nobody's heard on the ground table or even i'm sure through your feed so this has been a bit exclusive for me and everybody else into the fagroli world and i appreciate it and i know they appreciate it and i wish you the best for the next few months and i absolutely hope I pray that you'll come back and do this again. Of course. Of course, man. Definitely. Thank you so much. And you have a great night, buddy. Thank you, brother. Good luck, dude. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. For Groly. Can you guys believe that? How awesome was a, how awesome was a sus that sus? I mean, for real, I didn't think that was going to happen. And uh, he, he pulled it off. He didn't even question it for a second. Super great guy. I can't say enough great things about Fagroli. Thank you so much. Uh, Fagroli on Instagram. Fagroli on YouTube. Fagroli in your visiting centers. I mean, check all that good stuff out. Well, you guys know it's early. You guys know the deal. Anybody out there that wants to fucking jump in and play? Raise your hand. Don't fucking talk some shit with Eagle. Until that happens, I'm going to fucking sit here, maybe fucking find us a couple tunes, talk to you guys. Check all that good stuff. Turn off this fucking YouTube talking some shit and uh, smoke this joint. Anybody want to jump in? Got some Zoom? Raise that hand. Skill bowl sequence. Any of you boys still in chat? Nutrient shout outs, maybe? I don't know. I don't know who's got Zoom. Fucking talk to me. See if we can find some halfway decent music. I gotta go for, uh, oh, I know what I wanna play for you guys. Uh, uh, what, uh, what I. Guess who's back? I guess I'm still alive. I don't know what the hell is going on with this YouTube. Oh my god. It's fucking so crazy. Anybody uh any moon picks nutrients says. That's alright if nobody wants to pop in. We'll just smoke, talk some shit for a minute, and I'll get my ass to work. I got some trouble. see here we'll hit the old favorites oh that's right i know what i was putting for you guys got a little side track there thinking about all this amazing talk tonight that's what we're going for a little gangster grass yeah <laughs> I don't think I'm going to hit no copyright issues with this. MSS boys, MSB boys. I'm going to throw you guys the uh, 
show you the numbers if you want in. They're in there if you guys want to jump in in the MBS chat. That was a great show, though. I couldn't believe uh, he uh, showed up. Tons of respect for uh, for goalie. Still chiefing in this fucking... uh, Still chiefing on this fucking big old insane membrane hash joint. What are you guys smoking on? I'm sorry I didn't get to address any of you guys tonight. Fucking in this chat. These last three shows have been amazing. Let's see you guys out. We got Drows Grows show. Or excuse me. Grow Grows is in chat tonight. Nutrient Shootouts. Naughty Nikki. Shango's Gas. Jimmy Crack Seeds. Oh man, there's a lot of you guys that, uh, Jumped in tonight, John Boy. Nice to see you. Who else do we got? I know Nutrients are uh, Skill Bowl 17 popped in. Thank you, sir. I seen sequence tonight. Thank you very much, Tara. Thank you for popping in. You're always in the cool spots. That's for sure. Fratto, that's a new name. Welcome. Glad you could make it tonight. What else we got up in here? Your boy Roy. I'm glad you can make it. I always love seeing names I fucking recognize. Smiley's Garden. It was a pleasure meeting and chatting with you. If you want to jump in, you're always more than welcome. Michigan Native. Hello, how are you? Hope you're still watching. Could never go ahead. Ned Denver, how are you doing tonight? I hope you are still watching as well. Bunch of people showing us tonight. Man, this is cool shit. I know I missed some names there, but if I missed your name, I'm completely sad. Fucking Skillbull One's gonna join us. Skillbull One, Skillbull Seventeen on your YouTube checking in tonight. How are you doing, my brother? What's happening, man? Can you hear? What's going on? I can hear you. All right, no fucking audio problems with you. How you doing tonight? I'm glad you could check in. You're doing good, man. I just got to do live stream because I'm hearing myself. There we go. So, what do you think of the Fagroli interview? I love Fagroli, man. He's such a cool fucking dude. He's like just a genuinely nice person. He fucking grows out some killer shit. And uh, fuck, man. He makes some really nice concentrates. See, so the, he made the interview just too friggin' easy. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's been doing it longer than all of us. I know. Yeah, it, I was saying today, too, it's so nice to work with, like, uh, get people on like yourself that uh, a little Zoom friendly know what the heck's going on i like to kid myself and think i do make you 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 make it easy you really do 
just like this, just like to smoke cannabis and fucking talk to cool people. So makes it easy on me. Cheers, chat. I've been hanging out with y'all out there as well. Smoking a little bit of DG4 still. And the other MBS people want to check out them numbers and jump in. They're always welcome too. I don't want none of them to think they're uh, alienated in this adventure because uh, I've got much love for the channel. Got much love for you guys. Just always want to make that uh, publicly known. You know, support you guys in one hundred percent. We're all in this thing together, man. That's right. It's all That's just right. one big community. That's all it is. It just, you know, I. I keep thinking. I was actually bummed. I got kicked off last night before I got to give you guys your shout outs. Because I like to give everybody shout outs. And fucking YouTube fucking kicked us off. I don't know if it was YouTube or Zoom. But I'm here to tell you right now, chat. You guys missed out on a fucking amazing chat between me and Red. We fucking, we chatted till almost like fucking 6 o'clock in the morning. Sounds about right. Off camera. It was a good time. Good time. I love talking with Red. He's not in the chat tonight, got, is he? I haven't seen him, so I haven't seen him tonight. Maybe uh he's dead. maybe I wore him out last night. Might still be asleep, yeah, but, uh, for sure. It was a good time, man. Uh well, the thing is is that you have at least a couple of viewers the whole time that you're streaming, right? Yeah. Oh man. yeah. Some There's always somebody up, up, man. Some of them go the whole direction of the man. You know, I don't know. Even Working I don't even care. Something, yeah. Okay. I don't even care if they're watching it. If they just turn it on and they just walked away and doing whatever, I still think they're completely awesome. That's what I did. I had to see go. Uh, well, my lights turned on. Ball. Yeah. Oh yeah, my lights turned on, so I had to miss a couple minutes of the Fergoli and make sure everything's good over there. I just set up my little wise cam that I picked up and got today. So get that all dialed in and shit. I love them little cameras. They're cheap and they're, they're super fun to play with. CJ said insomnia. Yeah, man. Insomnia is real. Cheers, Dr. Tankenstein. CJ's uh, another uh, cool cat. I got to meet with uh, Smiley's Garden one night at uh, Vehicle City. Oh, right on. Yeah, I've I've loved this cannabis adventure. I've gotten to meet uh, you know, a bunch of fucking cool-ass people along the way. And it makes it worth it all the time. Well, yeah, I mean, I've and I think it's cool people. because you are having conversations with people that they're not nobodies. They're already people that I know, but you're getting, like, a different conversation out of them and shit. And I think it's awesome. So, And obviously other people do as well. They're still watching. So, Right, I yeah, the, uh, even after uh, it blanked out again yesterday, after my guess, I'm not purposely cutting these in half. It, it seems to be Zoom doing its own thing or it's crowded, YouTube. Man. I haven't quite <laughs> figured it out yet, but uh, it's weird. But a lot of them came right back. We went a couple times. People came right back. It's been fucking a cool ride. Got really a lot like of cool ass people coming too. You know, you were asking me about the Fergroli thing, and one thing that he had said that I thought was really cool is that 
he is open to working with someone else for Rubble Hash and doing some new ideas. And that's just like exciting because nobody else is doing something and we got a chance to see something coming up new from him. So definitely be on the lookout for that. I got uh, a fun episode coming up next week. Off the little, teasers little, or what? Little bit, little bit off the beaten uh, canvas subject there. That's all right. That's fine, man. I mean, it's uh, with another uh, what I kind of consider to be a canvas legend or somebody that's definitely in the. Oh, I know, I know, right I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I remember. I wasn't sure because you got so many people getting like locking in on this with you. So, oh no, this is a new one. This one just transpired today. Nobody oh, knows shit. about this okay. one except me. I'll I'll go ahead and announce it. Why not build it up? You know what I mean? Easy. Why not build it up? Uh, I, I guess well, I, I won't. Uh, tell the subject i'll just tell who will be here and then i guess if you know him then you may be able to figure out what we're kind of playing so, so. does anybody have any guesses in the chat yeah Try to make go. a game out of this shit before we just spill the beans yeah i love you skillball you're so much fun on fucking so many levels here. hey yeah let's hear some you guesses like let's see some guesses look at my man skillball fucking always making shit fun I just want to say while we're waiting to see if anybody catches that is uh, Trinity Farms. I seen his Instagram posts. He set up his uh, tables, all that shit yesterday. So he was listening to the different shows. So shout out Trinity Farms. Hopefully it's a more mellow night for you to just chill and smoke with us. He's been dropping positive. Oh, we got our we got our first. We got two guesses now. We got uh, Danny Danko and Joe Rogan there. So uh, you know I've almost. I actually thought about fucking hitting Joe Rogan today just to fucking see what the response is. He's a down-to-earth guy. I bet you that's fucking totally possible. Totally possible, I bet. But no, Danny Danko, it will be here. That will be one of the earlier sessions. I spoke with him today. So he's in uh, Boston and uh, Brooklyn. Brooklyn, that's right. He's in Brooklyn. He didn't, I thought he was in Cali. I kind of figured Cali did too. reached out and uh, figured, oh, that'll be an easy one because it's early for him. Uh, Doc's got another guest. Yeah. Fucking awesome one. It's Ohio guest. What's up, brother? He's coming. Actually, uh, he said, yeah, but I'm waiting to schedule him till I actually have a chance to go over the teaming with microbes and the teaming with fungi. I, I, told, I actually told him that. I wanted to... I got him on the way, sir. I want to read him fucking twice before Ooh, I fucking. Dude, that's not you like a sit down and read from like cover, their audio book. Ah, I got I cheated. Okay. In school, okay. Their audio books. Their audio subliminal books. shit for those two hours a night that you actually sleep. You could just put the shit on and play it, man. Right on, right on. So I'm not even gonna schedule him until I've had a chance to ingest those, so I don't look foolish when he gets here. Uh, that would be insane. He will be here at some point. High skill will shango gases. Uh, no, I guess I'll just tell you guys we're really close on some of them. 
so looking forward to Jeff coming on. Is there any bells that we can name before your your big tease? Is there somebody that we can introduce for tomorrow's show, or what do we got after sure. that? We guess so we got Wednesday tomorrow's, show, and we got Thursday. Tomorrow's the American one. Okay, so we got Tao coming on. Uh-huh. So uh, Thursday is dude, man. I, I love that man. Yeah. So Thursdays is sons and daughters. Friday, I've kind of left open. Uh, that's the day I'm hoping to have Danny Danko in. But if not, then I've got a, a backup plan there. Oh, wrong book. <laughs> that's a strange guy. Uh, and then, of course, we have uh, Med Grower One will be here Saturday. Are they still showing out answers? No more guests. Nope, nope. They, they uh, gave up I, quick. They started hearing the names and they just stopped fucking replying. Okay, I, let's play this. I'll drop another little hint for why I talk about uh, my girl or one. Um, he's been on such shows as The Dude's Grow Show and Embracing Organics. He's been on both of those shows and Ooh. probably more, more than that, I'm sure. Know who but he I is. know he's he's currently been on there quite a bit. Danny Montana from Thank you, thank you, Doctor Dankesign said. Ross and Jeff. Jeff, no, 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 that'd be an interesting one. But you're getting warmer, Doctor Dankenstein. You're getting into that uh, EO community. Tenacity. There you go. Ding, 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 Dr. Dang. Wait a minute, wait a minute. If you do the ding, 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 you have to say dab time before you do it. You know what I'm saying? Just shout out to Tenacity. I'm learning. I'm learning. Getting I'm there. Learning. <laughs> yep, he's a, he's a funny dude. Fucking yeah. Tuesday. yeah, he's a funny dude. Yeah, that's going to be a fun one. That's going to be a really fun one. But I'm not going to... You can figure out the topic. It's not... Uh, Oh, I, I if it's if it's not going to be cannabis, I already know what it's going to be about, and I like that topic. Right on, good, good. I'm glad. That means you you will either tune in or you'll be ready to jump in. <laughs> so yeah, good. I'm glad I got some interest out of you on there. So who do you got? Uh, what's going on on the late sesh this week? Can you give anybody some teasers on your end? On what's uh, we fucked on around. And we did our first late sesh live this week. And so it was me and Red and then Sequence came on later on into the show. We talked about seeds. We talked about old strains. We talked about what, uh, basically, what do you think it is if you could make one upgrade to your garden? Yeah, CJ knows. Everybody, yeah, Killer Bees knows. Um, <laughs> uh, so I got I got sidetracked on my damn self that. So what is it do you think that if you could upgrade one thing in your garden right now, what would it be, and why? Like, what would make the most difference? And Sequence said that it was a, um, oh, how did he describe it? Something like increasing your returns. So. What would it be that if if you were able to change one thing about your setup right now, what would you upgrade? 
I would go to drip collars. I'd go to get me some of the floor flex collars that fit these 10 gallon pots. And I would think about the automating my water, I think. And would you do it one ten at a time head, or would you do it all, all at once? I'd probably do it one ten at a time just to see, because uh, I'd be too afraid of like that reservoir or something going bad in that reservoir and everything. You know what I mean? That's too much to risk all at once, that transition for me. So I think I'd run one tent one time and see how well I liked it and uh, see how well the difference was. Yeah, I would think that's what I'd you would want to do too. Probably just tent by tent mm -hmm. work it. If not, if I w didn't do that, then I think uh, I would go with uh, an environment controller would be my next thing there. Because I'd like something. I have so many fans that in this room. I would like to see something that controlled them. Maybe just kicked them on with certain temperatures. I've got uh, like duck, duck uh, thermostats that you can put on. Yeah, with those little blower fans. The top of each tent, but then you have to like uh, put a fan in every tent. <laughs> and I don't do that. You would, you would actually. It's, it's funny to see these tents right here behind me uh, during the nighttime hours because uh, there's still pressure in them, a lot of pressure. They they swell up like uh, fucking balloons. Oh yeah, they do because there's a. Uh, there's actually always, there's always intake going through these four right here. So it's blowing through that. And then there's air vents that you can't see behind. They're like registers. They're actually registers like that you'd put in your floor. I have them uh, that boot flipped upside down and then uh, zip tied up to the top of the tent, even with the, the diffuser on it. So I can go in there and dial that down or direct it if I want. So that I have that air coming in. And then uh, when I close it up, there's a fan down here at the end with a filter on it that sucks that air. You, you're going to love this. Uh, you actually, uh, it actually, like right now, the process that's going on is uh, that fan down there. It's sucking out this warm air, okay, and it's being it goes like an L, right around that corner, and it gets pushed into those tents over there to help keep that warm. Because it's opposite light and, cycles, right? Yeah, yeah. So this one pushes in there and keeps that one warm, and then it's being sucked out of there, and then it goes through here. What goes through here gets sucked out of that tent through a filter, and it gets sucked out of a filter that's pushed around that corner right now. And uh, they, all that goes through these lights, and it either this time of year it goes right in, it taps right in between uh, my cold air filter to my house. I mean, right before it goes into the heater itself, so it's not going through the cold air and getting cold. It's just being capped right there at the heater and thrown through the rest of the house, that warm air. Warm, filtered one more time air. And then it, during the summer months, I, I take, there's a fan I'm sitting right here, I'm pointing to. I actually take this fan and I cap that uh, exhaust that goes to the heater. I cap that off 
and I flipped this fan around and it's ran out the ceiling of this room through the, the attic of the house and through a pipe that goes out through the roof of the house, which is about, you know, good 30 feet up. And then the wind catches it, takes it away from there, the hot air during the summer months. You're not bothering your neighbors then with the smell. So that's smart. Why well, send in up the stack instead of like out the side, if you were to use like the dryer vent or something like that, sometimes they'd go out of the side. Well, of the house, so. I don't think I was thinking of my neighbors. It was more of like a decoy. I figured by the time they smell it, you know, the wind's picked it up and it's half a mile it down the road. Yeah. yeah, then they're going looking around down there. Yeah. <laughs> Not well, that, well, that right cop, around me. Yeah, that cop that lives up the street, you know, you don't want to fucking tick him off. Yeah. Yeah, he's retired, though. God bless his heart. God bless <laughs> his heart. Oh, shit, man. Cheers, chat. What's everybody smoking on? Right out. <laughs> so gone uh, store do you have a uh, are you gonna start doing lives mondays is that the plan <laughs> yeah it was, it was a pretty good reception people liked it you know being able to you know get together and smoke and a lot of the people that are over here stopped by over there and said hi first and then came over this way and gravitated and, like conga line of the fucking cannabis community man i dig it i appreciate it uh, traffic both ways too. Tight, tight group. These guys, man, they're they're not following us. One, they're following us. They're following panel. They're following powers. They're checking us out over here. Amazing uh, group of folks that are checking all this out. Content out. I like that it's positivity and it's supportive. So like, there's no hate in everybody's like hey man that's fucking awesome to hear great job go you know that's that's what we we do this for is is to just kind of create and keep that culture alive of you know cannabis brings people together how good does that star dog times three-headed dragon sound i don't know what the three-headed dragon is but i know what star dog I, I don't know what it is either, but it sure does sound pretty good. It's a, it's a great staring name. I the star that. dog that I knew was a Sensi Star Chem Dog cross. I don't know if that's yeah. the same one, but that's... Dude, Sensi Star is old, and you can still find it every once in a while, and there's still a good reason that it's around. Have you ever grown that one, actually? Chem Dog? No, Sensi yes, Star. Sensi Star? Yeah. Um, oh, just Sensi, I believe I've grown. Uh, I think it's right here anyway. The vault has been opened. I actually was reading this up one night until people got fucking bored. That was on Instagram. Sohio said it's a freebie from GLG last year. Uh, triangle Kush crossed with Chem Dog. Nice. Triangle Kush has been around and is being used again in a lot of crosses, which I think is awesome. I was looking through this book and uh, I had one strain in here that uh, reminded me. I love the strain. Uh, 
I had it in the dispensary and I loved it so much. I went and bought the seeds and it was, uh, I kept it around for some time, but the, for one reason or another, it, I think it was like cloning. It was still early on, you know what I'm saying? Sure. When I was uh, fucking around with the growing and that was uh, the red dragon. You ever heard that of that strain? Yes, I have actually. I've actually smoked oh, red that. dragon before. But I've never grown it. Oh, aren't them terps like? There's nothing else I can really compare that strain to. That red dragon terps. It's I don't know, like weird berry. It's is it like it's like a yeah? It was like a berry, peppery chem kind of taste. I don't know. Weird. Nice though, but I didn't have a, a chance to get much of that. That was just you know, hey. Just like uh, Red Diesel is another one. I like all the diesels. I like the, I think one of the diesels myself. I like the original diesel. The New Sour York diesels. Yeah. All right. Uh, the Blue Diesel is one of my most favorites of the diesel, diesels, diesels that I've had. It wasn't a here. huge yielder, but it was uh, super, super tasty. Here we go. What do I got in this bag here? I got all the seeds that you gave me. So what do we have here? We got the sour diesel. It's a good one. For sure. Did you grow that? You do. Yeah, obviously you've grown all these ones. Oh, yeah. And then I have the the next one is the marmalade. Some of those. Notice I've been flipping this thing. Just flipping this thing like a book. I still can't find it. Oh, you're looking for that? Here's another one. I got the Cali headband. And last but not least, I have the Blue Mystics. Oh, you'll like that one. That one's another really bluey. I'd say that's uh, really comparable to the Blue headband, but more of a, a lighter, good, clear head day smoke. Adjusting, but super great yields, big fat, super super hard nugs. How long ago did you grow this one? Because you gave me a Mm. fucking mint full of the seeds. Eagle's so cool. He had like this gigantic bag of seeds of these. Was like, dude, make sure you take enough, man. So I I take like a decent amount. I take like a ten pack of them. He's like, no, more. Take more, man. Fuck that shit. So. I think I have like critical sensey star. That's the one. I critical, have. yeah, critical. She was pretty too. These are all regs, so I'm anxious to dig in the seed vault, and uh, I don't even know if I want to pop some new stuff. I want to. I think I want to go back, and I'm gonna get some of the good older TJ shit going. I am seriously thinking about popping the Winnie. Just because I'm in love with the beautiful loser, and I don't know how much different the beautiful loser and the Winnie are from each other, because there are some additions to that Cindy ninety nine Durban Poison Cross. Well, I can tell you right now, uh, yeah, it, it gets a bud structure from the uh, Challenger Deep Side. That's the, the short end of that. That's the other two. Uh, the Star Destroyer times Wizard Blue is Challenger Deep. 
but rather than uh, say Challenger deep, and I kind of go through and break Winnie down when I break them all down to their names that uh, nobody knows about. You know what I mean? Not everybody knows who what Challenger Deep is, and not everybody knows what Winnie is. So why not? You know, explain. That's why to I them. just say yes, yeah, Sydney '99 <laughs> Durbin. Like you know, people have an idea of what that would be like, and right. and I'm like I'm thinking. Man, I just, I really liked, I liked the taste in the stone of the beautiful loser. And oh, so I'm, I'm wondering, like, I'm like, man, if I do this Cindy 99, which has always been known to be an extremely medicinal strain for a lot of people for a long time. It's an old brother's grim. And then Durban has been around, you know, quote unquote land race, not anymore, but you know, that's where it originated from. And that's been around for probably fucking 40 years too so remember when we uh was the bro show i was doing like an update in my garden and you were like whoa, whoa, whoa which one's that one right there yep and Who's i said winning? that's beautiful loser right there it was and uh you were like oh she looks so good i want to i want that one i think that was actually before you had this the sample of it no i hadn't tried it yet no, it was sitting and, uh, behind so, you that one time. Yeah, now it's flowering. It's re- it's ready. Well, it was flowering then, obviously. Duh. But uh, it's ready now. I mean, it's I'm ready to pull it out like probably tomorrow or the next day. And I let it go. The first win or the first beautiful loser you tried was pulled. I say it could have ultimately under the HPS went probably another week. There was still some white hairs on there. And I'm an old school fucking grower. I like I like to see those red hairs. I I honestly, Skillbo, don't use that fucking microscope. Throw that motherfucker away. Honestly, you're just going <laughs> seventy and and I, yeah. Are me. you unless you're like using that shit for extraction and shit? You are honestly fucking yourself out of a lot of weight. Not letting that uh, those hairs turn and letting that fruit ripen right there on the on the vine. As you know, it's too big. Uh, them buds will flatten up, and the more them hairs turn, and that bud goes full term, that bud will get denser, it'll get fatter. You know, uh, you might lose a hair of the turf profile, but in the end, the gains tenfold. Damn sure. And that's what uh, I did with this one. I went, I let her go until oh, she's so picturesque. Well, I'll be posting up some pics here. Yeah, you have to put it in the fucking. Uh, but all every hair is like still staining the buds. You you know the bud structure out there like pine yeah. coney, right? Yeah. And then they've got these just beautiful. They're not red hairs. They're not orange hairs. They're like dark, dark red hairs. And they're not laying down. They're just still just straight out from the bud. You know what I mean? They haven't laid down or anything. It just looks. You almost a shame to even put it in a bag because you know you're gonna lose some of them hairs, beautiful hairs that are standing straight out. Well, the jar that you gave me, the beautiful loser, was not numbered. No, that one was just straight beautiful loser. It was the which one was something was a pheno between three and six, is what it said on one of them. Oh, that was the. Uh, the dominatrix. dominatrix that's the dominatrix, dominatrix. right so yeah, let's let's beautiful loser over. all these will be uh 
all the same. That's all the same cut. It's just being run in different locations. I've seen. I've already done the humming and narrowed it down to that. That's what I was wondering: is if you were down to like this is the basis of this genetic is going to be this one going forward. I've already found my keeper. I'm straight. Yeah. If anything, yep. you may do like an F two or a back cross yourself and see what happens. Right. For the most point, it'll, I plan to keep it and maybe just port it and dump it out as my strain clone only for a minute if anybody's interested and just passing it to some people like yourself that I I know that like it and can keep it and won't, you know, run off and try to do their own shit with it. Nah, that's not the way, man. No, it's not the way, but there's unfortunately those folks out there. Yeah. I ever tell you that story of uh, seeing like an instant like that? It's like a, I really believe this to be like a tester code. And if uh, you even consider this, you better you better damn certain approach the breeder. And that is, uh, if you're dealt out uh, testers and you've done your phenol selection or whatever, then you are not allowed to pass cuts. To anybody other than back to the breeder i can understand until, that because it's like proprietary you know what i mean like until they drop it yeah yeah you wouldn't believe how much it, <clears throat> how many times that she gets passed before seeds go out or even fortunately i have to like uh, i've actually put it to market <laughs> before uh before it was, you know what I mean? My first test harvest, I had already, it was already in the provisioning center. So people were running off with it. But it was a great response. And, and luckily, you know, they didn't say anything or nothing. They didn't have a problem with it. But I wasn't passing clones. I was just, you know, I no, guess you, creating you were, a legend already because it was. That's called long. creating the hype machine. <laughs> let, let them try it. No, no, no word of a lie. That, it was primal punch, and the only worry about I worried about that is because Matt is here in Michigan as well, and I didn't want it to interfere with his release and you know of the primal punch flower. I didn't want to beat him, you know, like that. But unfortunately, unfortunately, it didn't work out like that. He didn't care. But I have seen this firsthand spiral go wrong, and that was in. Uh, Clio fused back in exactly name what year in the cup, but uh, it was Ninja in the year uh, the Ninja fruit was released. You know, we're kind of all kind of walking around the track and get some food and bullshit and shit. And then we walk by this one booth, and there's a guy right there, fucking big old sign Ninja fruit clones. And it was a release of the seeds. I mean, they weren't even. Like in lumberjack, yeah, they were still oh, wow. like doing the cup thing, yeah, still. So and it was like the release at that cut. Here's this asshole selling ninja fruit. Yeah, because when ninja fruit came out, that was really a, that was a hype strain. Shout out to Stone Ninja too. I've talked to that dude for years, man. Much love. Um, that's where I got mine from was him actually. But you know that strain was so picturesque <clears throat> and being a cross between uh grapefruit haze and a grape babe man i mean you knew you were gonna find some some stuff in there and like i've said on a couple shows 
when I ran mine out, I had a couple of greens, a couple of purples, and a black. And, you know, the black just when I would put that out or grind it up or anything, people would just be like, holy shit, can I just take a picture of that? You know what I mean? Like, that's cool as fuck. So. Yeah, as yeah. soon as you were, you know, uh, mouthing up or talking the descriptions there, you said black. I kind of looked up. I was like, ooh. Black, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, man. I was actually a gifted uh, my pack of ninja fruit that I still haven't popped from him as well. And I don't, I guess I can say uh, more one than gifted, even though the Ocean Boys have been quite generously with me over the years as far as uh, giving me testers and stuff. But no, uh, <clears throat> he had left the cup and uh, he had posted it on his Instagram. Thank you for all the gifts, but uh, oh, you left a treasure. I can't take this yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah, I remember can't seeing those. Shit. I want. I found it. I'm the one that found that shit. It was a fucking googly bag in a tree. And to be honest with you, to be 100 percent honest with the skill ball, I didn't find it. I had somebody run over there. Fuck, I called downstate, fucking, and said. Motherfucker, I'll give you half what's in that bag. I know what's in it. <laughs> Go get this for me. <laughs> yeah, and then man. I drove downstate yeah. the next fucking day and got the bag. Uh, but and he, know, and turned out the, the guy was such a friend, he didn't even want anything that was in the bag. He just fucking hooked me up and did me the favor. That's how cool he that guy was as well. Good people but like I got that. down there. Well, this is the cool thing as well about all this was uh, I went and got the bag. And uh, I, you know, kind of posted I got it, but there was no seeds in it. There, it was a bunch of stuff that uh, people had gave him. Yeah, edibles in there. There was a yep. pen. It's all the stuff he couldn't fucking get with A couple pens. Yeah, bunch of really cool shit, and I appreciated it for it. And I had texted him. I was like, "Thank you, I got it," you know. And I told him everything that was in the bag, so he knew that I actually was the guy that found it. And uh, he says, "You know what? I couldn't. I didn't have a pack of seeds. They were already packed up to put in that bag. But you shoot me your address, and I'll fucking mail you a pack of seeds." He's always been good for that. Hesitate. I threw those digits down, and a couple days later, packed fucking ninja fruit. Fucking showed up at my door. Fuck yeah, that's fucking too cool, man. Yeah, I just had nothing for but respect for people like that. You know, it's it's cool. They don't have to do shit like that. No. That's that's love, brother. That's the gift that keeps on giving, right there, man. You pop them seeds, and you know you can smoke off that shit for a lifetime if you want to. Yeah, if you know what you're doing anyway. I've grown up some ocean grown stuff before. In fact, uh, I recently came across a jar of mine that I had stashed away and fucking completely forgotten about and had a little bit of alien rift left over, which I grew out. Oh, shit. I think that was like two fucking years ago. Well, still in a sealed fucking, you know, ball jar and shit and still has that skunky burnt rubber, you know, smell when I grind it up. So I really like that. And um, I've also grown uh, Malibu pie from them so uh shout out to vader on that for doing all the work with the genetics that he's done you know 
kind of funny. Like that's what these shows are. You know what I mean? Is everybody sort of does this like Ninja does a thing on Twitch where, you know, it's interactive and stuff like that. Um, Somebody else on Twitch that is always fun to watch is Pedro. Mr. Abolish just popped in chat. I don't know if you noticed Mr. Abolish, but those numbers are in chat if you would like to join us and not just chat along with us. Just throwing that branch out there. But either way, I appreciate you uh, popping in. Been a great night. Yeah, I've grown up. I enjoy uh, ocean grilled seeds, that's for sure. I bring uh, quite a few of their strains. I got a pack of that squash buckler over here. I've been kind of. I don't know what the cross is on that. Like, that's, that's later on stuff. Oh, I thought it's right here. That's fucking Challenger Deep. That's fucking Pack of Challenger Deep. I thought it was uh, that pack of squash buckler, but it was uh, Challenger Deep that was laying around. Isn't that a fucking problem and shit when you just got fucking... Oh, that's a... Dude, I still have a pack of fruit helmets, which is a dark helmet crossed with the ninja fruit that I've never popped. That was like a limited limited fucking drop that they had. I don't I don't know if they Here, do they uh, sell that? Go through what, which one? Uh the fruit helmet. Have you ever heard of that one? I have. I don't think the I think that was a test. Yeah, I think I don't think it was released, but it was it was a cross between Dark Helmet, which is uh if I remember right, isn't it a Girl Scout cookie cross? I think it is. And then uh the ninja fruit as well. So you, I happened to change gears. There's multi, uh, multi books from the Eagle Diaries. There's this is uh, Diary One. Of, it looks like uh, it's got some angsty metal lyrics inside of it. You know what I mean? He, as you can see, <laughs> look at this bad boy. She's this fucker's been around. This thing's been around. It's like that uh, notebook that you know a teenager fucking carries around with all his fucking. Uh, scribbles and poetry, I guess, or whatever. But uh, this is uh, edition two here. Uh, oh, much classier. Yeah, I see, we got some. Uh, I seen Mr. Tight. I seen that girl around there. Yep, I uh, I seen how bad that one was falling apart, and I thought, you know, I actually hope this is something. I hope that you know. When I'm gone, that uh, my kids actually kind of look through too, and I wish I would have started that in a hardback form. You know what I mean? Just uh, okay. whatever. Moving forward. But uh, you want me to want to plumb through this and hear the strains I've uh, ran since this bad boy's uh, been uh, cracked? Of course. Who wouldn't want to hear? This this book was started in. Uh, 2017. In particular, the first date in this book, well, the first page, of course, doesn't have a date. So, page two of the book would be 9 15 17. That's when this journey starts. In this the first entry in this book is uh, AK 47 times locomotion. Which uh, was a great strain tester from TGA. Locomotion, uh, for sure. Well, the Black Lime Reserve in it was incredible. 
uh, Tasmanian skunk was the nine fifteen entry there. Which uh, how was that one? Great. That was good. That was a, uh, you know, it was really comparable to that I O G O G O. I really enjoyed really that comparable. one. Yeah, that's got a great uh, taste, man. It says passing, right here. Right here. I, Didn't I we say down. that that was kind of like a super skunk taste or a sweet island taste? Sweet. It's almost like a sweet island. Skunk. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that one in my book is my report when I was a bad surgeon. So uh, let's see here. This was the first round of Tinto de Ground. And I got I've never heard of that seeds. one. That sub's uh, second, like, uh, I came after Hube and okay. before Sweet Tea. And those are honestly his breeding effort there. And uh, that one, I guess I can tell you this. Now he's passed, and I can, I can talk stories, I guess, without him getting mad. Motherfucker. <laughs> Motherfucker. Talk of that shit. I guess that's just show, though. Um. That's the one. He mailed me those seeds. He mailed me uh, 15 seeds of Tinto de Verano. And he had just pulled them down. Pulled them down and he mailed them to me like a fucking hot potato. Okay. And uh, there was germination problems. Oh, uh, man. Too fresh, huh? Some... Yeah, too fresh. And he was like, God damn it, I knew I shouldn't have fucking I what I kinda of poked him a little bit too. I'm like, you know, Mr. Longtime Breeder, out of everything I'm running right now. You got the lowest German rate. He's like, fuck you. Fuck it. I knew well, I should have waited to send him out. I knew close. I should have, because I, I actually was like one of the first fucking people that had the fuckers, and they were that fresh, Gilbo. They were that yeah. fucking fresh. He, he got mad. Well, God damn it! Now I'm sending you a whole new batch. So that you'll fucking that'll, you'll see that later on. Probably. And uh, all those went back. All those seeds went back to him for the Tinto de Viano F2s that he uh, recreated. Uh, the secret was popped, and uh, the secret was bred by uh, Heroes of the Farm. Okay, that was tested by them. And you know, I hear an interesting story about the secret. The secret, the secret behind the secret. There's like a couple secrets here. Oh, I don't. I guess I won't go into the secret of the secret, but I, I'll, or the people, I guess I'll tell you the secret of the secret, but I won't tell you the people involved. The secret of the secret is there is a cheese involved in this Exodus cheese involved in to the secret that was uh, bred and used without the breeders. Okay. So there's some people that kind of got pissed off in this. Uh, in this breeding adventure, okay? So I tested the secret. Secret goes on. House burns down. 
And if you remember right, once he got back in Colorado, he disclosed to everybody that he had a bag of seeds. Remember, he tried to, he auctioned them off and he ended up selling some of them that became the Phoenix Rising. Uh-huh. Seeds. What's the secret? It's a true story. A little bit of lore right there. It's a fucking true story right there. Uh, they had their outs with the uh, heroes, and heroes didn't want to work with the strain. It was kind of like dead in the water. So how many TGA the, strains do you still have a pack of? 57. 50, okay. <laughs> there you go. Respectable 57. Both the old TGA and the dank strains and fucking testers. So even subs have told me, always told him himself, I haven't even ran as many of my strains as you have. I've had my creations, but because of the breeder projects and shit, I, I haven't ran as many as you can. That's true. Uh, the next entry in this page or this book is March 4th. I popped a uh, Sangria, which is a dank strain. I uh, dropped Uva. Uva was next in uh, March 2018. And then here's like a little garden check at the point at 35818. Uh, Nine Pound Hammer, Chernobyl, Crazy Train, Purple Death Star, Taz, Cuvee, Jesus OG, Orange Cookie times Space Dude, Lemon Stilton, Samsara. Oh, that's a fucking. I never heard of that one, Samsara. That's a fucking uh, another coma creation. That's a uh, Cuvee. Like the Blueberry uh, uh, Quintessa. It's Cuvee times, uh, we'll get to it, I guess. What made Cuvée so good? I never got to try that, man. What made that so good? Pinot Noir. The the Pinot Noir. Cross with Space Queen. Uh, The Pinot Noir really brought a lot. So Sam Sarah was in the garden at the time. Agent Kem was uh, in the garden at the time, which was uh, my sophomore creation, which was Agent Orange times uh, Dynakem. Tito Dave Brown was in the garden. Alchemy was in the garden at that time. Uva was in the garden at that time. Sangria was in the garden at that time. GG4 times Pennywise was in the garden at that Ooh. time. The secret in Astro Snaps is what I'm running then. Okay. Uh, the next entry, of course, is the Astro Snaps. And then uh, in May, I dropped the singer. Which, uh, man, that was a great strain. It just, it was a Crazy. nice purple. It was fruit. Yeah. It was a nice uplifting buzz. Super, it had nice purple colors to it. It was a nice colorful bug. Really enjoyable. Uh, I dropped, I had just dropped barbecue, uh, barbecue gorilla from tight. I had dropped, uh, Skunk Beard times Banana Punch from Med, which was a tester that uh, he never released. That ended up becoming the Skunk Punch. I sat on that, and he kind of had some seeds he kind of gifted out to GMX OG and kind of worked it back for him. Uh, I think that's how that one ended up staying around. I passed him a clone of mine, my winner, as well. 
and uh, lemon lava drops. <laughs> What's up next? I love that fucking strain, man. Yeah, that was a good one. So again, I guess here's where uh, another stain strain check seven twenty two eighteen. Again, the nine pound singer Astro Stamps. Sangria, The Secret, Lemon Stilton, Tinto, Cuvée, Chernobyl, Orange Cookies, 10 Space Dude was fucking killer. Uh, Jesus OG, uh, Barbecue Gorilla, Lemon Lava Drops, Skunk Peered, which I have in parentheses right here. I tried to fucking get med to name it. This was my name for the, which was, I wanted it to be White Knuckle Skunk Punch. And he was like, eh. White Knuckle Skunk Punch. Yeah, and he, he, it ended up being a skunk punch, is what it ended up just being. And then Taz and Sam Sarah, Uve, and Crazy Train. Primal Punch on record. I'd like to see somebody's record fucking beating that right there, because I know for a fact this went down, I think, before he even had a chance to drop his own beans. Uh, eight, eight, two, eighteen. 11 beans dropped for the primal one. Uh, next insert here, we have uh, Peace Drain was dropped, which was a super good strain. The Joker, which I didn't care for. Slice of Sunshine was fucking amazing. That strain right there, fucking... What's that across between? Cal- Cali Orange yeah. times the Zest is what that one was. And it the was Zest just- was a lime strain? Or a lemon. It was more just a, a fruity. And the zest is a midnight shadow times um, JTR. It is yeah, a good, good one. Yeah. yeah, it was a good strain. I always kind of uh, wanted to run Jack the Ripper. I've got the pack sitting right here on my fucking on my keyboard. It's going. How many down. different times have you ran JTR? Uh, three. Three times. Three. Was there much variance between the packs, do you feel, or do you feel like there were some characteristics that carried through? I, I think they were, that that strain was consistent all the way through. A lot, uh, I talked about this the other night. Uh, most of their strains, up until the fire, and I think even at that, weren't recreations. Uh, Porkle had to be recreated. But uh, they always used the same moms and dads. So that, you know, right there, everything made more shit stable. There wasn't a lot of variance that way because everything was the same mom, same dad, every time a batch of seeds was produced. So I don't know if I said this one. Afghan, uh, Afgu Overdrive was next, which was a good one. Uh, Vanilla Tart was the next pop. Blueberry Quintessa was popped on uh, 10, 15, 18. (laughs) Uh, peyote uh, pancake was a uh, fucking another amazing. Dude, this is everything on the fucking menu this cat had. Like I'm just listening. Like, yep, yep, <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Oh. I've got a bunch of other ones he fucking sent me too that uh, I haven't worked yet. So when you're a tester uh, for these breeders, do you keep like a cut of this and then you have to send it back to them? What What's the typical way that this works? Well, they. It's kind of uh, known that they can, if they want to cut back, if you, you know, discover something that's super, super frosty, great, then 
if they want a cut back, then you are obligated to supply them a cut. Right. But most times out of 10, they want you to drop that. They want you to run it as you would and see if you the stability of it. They want flower pictures. And in the end, they want, uh, there's a screen report you have to fill out on yield, uh, effects, turf profile. Ease of growth, the whole thing, it. anything. Yeah. As many pictures as you can supply. Most most guys want that after round one, which I've never, I have always hated that process and I always drug my feet with subs for round two because I always feel like as that plant has more time to mature, mature in fact, I found that almost every time with a seed. Yep. You know, that first run is good, but the second run is always seemingly better. Something more comes out of it. Like so it adjusts like to, to our them. environment more. That's really what it is. And it's like, there's no shock anymore. So it's, it's made its transition to whatever the fuck it's going to be, whether it's a seed or a clone. And then now it's ready to take off. Well, there's multiple reasons I like to uh, run it twice. And that's because uh, the first run, I like to run it as natural as possible. Uh, just to see what it's like, what it's going to offer. What structure is. Yeah, the plant structure, all that good shit. With, before I have the chance to m manipulate it. So the first time I'll let it just kind of fucking do its thing and see what it's about and uh, harvest it, a general report out, some bug picks and whatnot. And then uh, the second round, I'll manipulate it. You know, I'm topping it a little bit more. I might you know, low stress strain it, or, you know, something different depending on, you know, how, what they showed at that, it showed at that time and then uh, run it out again. And then that's when I like to give my string report. First first run, I like to get with them and tell them roughly what I found and a bunch of nice bug picks. The second run, I like to fucking, that's when I like to give them my final yay, nay, pass, thumbs up, thumbs down. And if it's a thumbs up, I like to return that report with uh, some testing. You know, uh, it's not that expensive here in Michigan, so it's not really that bad to turn around and get it tested and see what's the THC and terpene content's like. You know, that's a nice incentive to turn back to a breeder so he can uh, compile some records from other, you know, see how it did in different environments and other grow rooms to see how that terpene profile, you know, how consistent it was. So I like that you're giving it after the second run as well, because at that point, you know, if this is an easy cloner or if this is one of those ones that's going to be real touchy to get to clone, because that's information as a breeder I would want to know. You got something to dab on over there, Skillbolt? Because I, I really believe all up north and fucking, I know I, I say that fucking wrong every fucking time. I got much love for you, but he's calling out dab time. Okay, so okay. if you guys will give me a second, I'll go grab what I need for it. Just fuck yeah, I'll talk to chat for a second while you go get your stuff. <clears throat> Lemony Factor ran out of sugar. How you guys doing? Are you guys enjoying the the show so far? I know I haven't uh, kind of partaked in chat so much as I I like to do. That's for sure. The guests have been uh, pretty cool, and I don't like cut them off, but you guys are super important. I love you guys. So what 
You guys enjoying everything so far? How are you guys doing while uh, Sequence is taking his or grabbing his dad equipment? I know I've had a excellent day and night so far, but uh, I enjoy hanging with you guys. It's just like seeing like it's warming up hour. Usually, I almost uh, let's go into that. Last night I kind of got kicked off by YouTube and. Uh, me and Red had thought about hanging out, but we got into some real crazy kind of in-depth fucking stoner talk off the air. So we just kind of left that off the air. But I felt bad that I didn't get to check out with you guys and say goodbye. And, you know, actually, I felt even worse that uh, for some reason I'm starting to like these fucking super long shows, man. It got to be like fucking four o'clock. And I'm like, man, well, actually, it was earlier then. It was like three o'clock. And I'm like, man. I'm so used to hanging out with these guys right now. And this is usually when uh, the second wave comes in of uh, cool people that check out the show. I feel like I'm letting them all down, man. I feel like I need to jump back on. But for some reason, I didn't. I didn't want to, you know, jump in and out and abuse your guys' time. So I appreciate you. I don't want to hog too much of it. So that's why I didn't put up. I'm sorry, I did not get my usual chance to uh, say goodbye and uh, thank everybody involved like I so like to do at the end of every, every show. It's, it does mean a lot to me that you guys show up and hang out uh, every night so far. A lot of you hang out every night so far. And uh, it's been fucking awesome, man. It's, I've loved opening up and sharing some stories from my life. I love uh, getting these people on here and trying to get them to open up to show you guys some of their lives as well. Uh, it's been a super cool experience. And you guys, as the more you guys tune in, the more I want to dig in to make this uh, even better project for you guys. Um, take it way, way more serious. I am uh, seriously steamrolling every day uh, and lining up some new people for you guys night after night. I've got some really cool folks jumping out. Uh, just stay tuned. Hang in there with me. Mr. Skillbo is back and it looks like he is just about loaded up and ready. Alright, so I do have my traveler fucking nectar collector here. I, that thing's pretty sweet, man. Thank you. I don't even want to show my dirty ass. After seeing that pretty piece, there's no way I'm showing it. My dirty ah, ass. stop it. That ain't that <laughs> big of a filthy. deal. I, my is fucking filthy. I, got, I ain't even going to lie. And uh, I'm trying to figure out how the what the best way is to clean that son of a bitch out. To clean what? The nectar collector? Yeah. Dude, just fucking alcohol and salt. Soak that shit. Take it apart. Fucking put it in a cup. I'll go. I'll go grab my nasty ass fucking cleaner. You know, like you go to the Goodwill and you go rummage around in there. You use it? Fuck yeah. You just got a, like, a tub yeah. of it. And you just yeah, I get a Rubbermaid cup. Those ones from like the 80s and 90s. And uh, put a shit ton of fucking 91% alcohol in it. And then I put uh, a bunch of salt in there. So I'm I'm looking here. You guys want to see something cool? Is I always talk about how many fucking different jars I have. Look at all those Dab Smiths and Fergrolies and other shit in there. You are a 
fucking Zen master smoker, Skillball. I, I, I love you. I don't know how you're doing it. Because I know uh, the Nectar Collector, in my opinion, surely does slow that down, the collection down. You're not doing big dabs. You're just like, oh, nipping out of there. Like, yeah, look, here's, here's one right now. Uh, if I can get it to focus, Moby Dick. That's Moby Dick by Dabsmith. Shout out, brother. I tried uh, to get him on. He says he's uh he's in bed too late. Let me see. Lemon fuel, <clears throat> um, THCA. Here we go. I was talking about this in the chat earlier when Fergroli was on. It's nice to have this still. This is really old. This is the lime and grapefruit I was talking about. Oh, this that's is good the stuff. this is my very favorite fucking shit to wake and bake with. As far as like smooth flavor and shit, I gotta get stuff going. Um, blue glue, Latin Girl Scout cookies, blue sherb cookies by shout out Cal Gardner. That's a uh, Dab Smith. Here's my autographed Clementine jar that I still keep from Fergroli. Oh, nice. Um, here's Dab Smith Clementine. I'm looking for, ooh, this was a really good one Citrus Tsunami. That was a really good one. That is also a Dab Smith. And I'm I'm looking for a specific one. Say, I want to say I've heard you uh, talk about citrus tsunami many yep. times. This is come on, baby. Can you get it? Can you can you see that? Urkel. Urkel. Yeah. So we were talking about TGA. So let's do a really nice one-to-one CBD. Ooh, this has a fantastic flavor too. Yeah, I don't fuck with this all the time. I'm old and I smoke way too much and my lungs are just beat. So, you know, I, I do these in very small moderations. Uh, now I just have to find my torch. This is some uh, Kim Dog wax I'm hitting over here. Cheers, brother. Cheers, chat. Kim Dog, Kim Dog. Mm. <coughs> yeah, that tasted good. Good idea there. Good idea there, dress breaker needed to be done <clears throat> all right so i got two different torches i got this little itty bitty fucker which this one is way too thick of a fucking thing for it so we're gonna bust out the skillful torch that's badass love it so which would you rather have on do you prefer the, like because i've seen the metal little dab sticks with like the little metal tips have you ever used those yeah, this has got a titanium tip on it. Is they heat up a lot quicker? I've actually seen. Can you see what I'm doing? Can you hear? Ooh, don't do that. There you go. Just a little bit of oil in there. See how it's nice and red? I just let it cool off for a few. A little bit of oil in there. Oh, it seems like oh, that'd the be water. a lot of fucking easier to clean. Ooh, very nice. Yeah, I'm going in for a second, if everybody don't mind. I hope they are, too. <clears throat> yeah, I, when I spoke to him about Fugroli, I don't know if you missed the beginning. It sounds like you may have the introduction. Did you, uh, did you pop in when he was actually on or uh, as he was coming on? Because there was like a few minutes there before he came I was out. there in the beginning when you had to realize that you didn't have the right headset hooked up to your shit. Okay, so you didn't hear the introduction. 
Of course he got the solid one, then Sequence was giving you shit for it in the fucking chat. Of course, of course he... I didn't even see it. I'm going to have to go back and look. I love Sequence. I'm <laughs> talking shit. I would totally hope he would poke some shots. <clears throat> but, uh... Yes. I what I was going to say, to be honest with you. I'm talking about the intro with for girls. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That wasn't, uh... Ass kissing there about the, the gift there. <laughs> I know you guys remember me saying um, me and Kate were nice enough to uh, to get them bags. And uh, that really was really heartfelt on my end because like I said, he didn't have to do that in no fucking way. And it was it was a nice part. You know, I felt it was a, you know, one of the better gifts I got at Christmas, to be honest with you. But it wasn't just because it was him and a bag full of fire. It was really more that uh, I didn't see it coming. It more or less blindsided me. Somebody's genuine uh, gift for no fucking reason. Because he's that kind of cool ass dude. Yeah, he is. Cheers, Chad. (laughs) God damn, I love this shit. But I, you know, I've never met anybody, uh, you know, shitty in the Michigan community like that. You know, like dicks, really. <laughs> <laughs> and we're still, we're still going on the list here as we're puffing. We're up to Shepherd's Pie now. Get out of here, Shepherd's Pie. That was a good one. That was Key Lime. That was an ocean grown Key Lime Pie times Man of War. Then uh, Nerd OG, Orange Sherbert, I dropped, Doc Holidays, uh, Derby and Poison, I dropped, um, this one, Markers, oh, here we go, uh, it's Coma, Blueberry Killing Fields, what you got there? That is my other Nectar Collector, now see how much buildup is on this? There's a, there's a lot of stuff in this one yeah so when you talk about that but here's my little thing how i store this i just have a liquor bottle and i drop it in the top there you go she goes nowhere captain it's like a little decanter thing that goes on top of your your bottles super smart super smart uh, not just smart local. kmart smart <laughs> Mendo Loco was dropped. Uh, Blueberry Sativa I, IBJ. Oh, now that is Coma. related to the Blueberry Quintessa, right? Yeah, that's the mom, I believe. Of the Blueberry Quintessa. Man, that Blueberry Quintessa that I have is the shortest plant I've ever flowered in my life. This, uh, the Blueberry Killing Fields was also a really good one. That one was, uh, it had the uh, blueberry IBJ in it, but it, it was bred more into a strain he called the one and uh, Sonic Jacks, which was that was a really good strain by him. Didn't Subcool used to have something that, called uh, Sonic Screwdriver at some point? That was um, or a collab or Mr. something. That, that was a Mr. Spliff creation. Mr. Spliff. When he was hanging out with Farmer John, and they just come from 
uh, Washington uh, to California there for a short minute. And they brought the sonic screwdriver as a tester. And for the life of me, it must have been something between A and B was the re the reason for it not being released. But uh, that was a fucking killer strain. And there's you got to you got to try stuff. that, or you grew that. I got to try it. I had did not grow it, but that was a really good strain. And a lot of people out there are still fucking running that shit. Uh, popped Winnie, uh, Doctor Cookies. What's the story on Winnie for you? Where did you pull that from? Let's put that into the the record here. That was um, a strain I got from Fifteen Digits. That was gifted to him. Uh, Northstar pretty much uh, gave him like a bag of a hundred or so. It probably was even bigger than that. Kind of as a donation for him to uh, part up and sell. Mm -hmm. you know? And uh, he uh, reached out to me and uh, was in a hard way. I delivered him a boatload of meds. <laughs> That's how you came across the winning. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, uh, I gave. Uh, I'm not even. I gave 15 months love. I was here in Michigan. You know, I tried to. I try to help people out as much as I can, and he reached out, and it was a need a few times. And I stepped up and uh, delivered. And uh, he, you know, if he so in a heartwarming conversation, uh, he made me take. I didn't want the names. Right, but those, those, so those would be North Star genetics. Yeah, yeah, them okay. were were originally bred by North Star. I have to check that out. Yeah, because I, I don't know, man. You put two classics together like that we were talking about earlier. That could really go a long way to be try for medicine for me. Then we, uh, from there, we went to uh, Blackberry Frosting. My God, that sounds uh, amazing. It's really good. I'm still running it. You uh, still have it? Yeah. No shit. Wow. <laughs> I started running a Beard on Fire was next, which was the Skunk Beard Time Space on Fire. I, it's when I dropped Challenger Deep was next. I ran that. And then uh, Buttercream Haze was dropped. Uh, Candy Rain. What's dropped? Insane the membrane. We're getting closer to nowadays. What is uh, Candy Rain? Who's the breeder on that? Do you know? Uh, uh, I never heard South. of it. See, okay. it's from Seed Junkie, bred by Florida. Oh, I'm sorry. It's bred by Seed Junkie, and the cross is Florida, South Florida OG 10 Sunset Sherbert. Cross on Candy. Yeah, I love Sunset. So, and then the Insane the Membrane was dropped. Uh, that's when uh, Challenger Deep, or what now is Beautiful Loser, was dropped. Amy's Aces. <clears throat> and what can you next. say about the Amy's Aces, besides it being Tao's work? It was, uh, I highly suggest it. I know I gave you those beans. I actually, after ran it, this is the funniest story. I'm gonna have to remember bringing this up with him when he's on the show tomorrow. Uh, I passed out all those beans to you guys and, and I didn't save any for myself. And then I popped Amy's aces and, uh, 
I fell in love with it and didn't have any backup seats. So I kind of reached out to her. I was like, hey, man, I hope you don't mind. <laughs> I spread those uh, samples that you gave me around, you know, to, to the community a little bit. And uh, some of them I don't have anymore. Can I probably? Uh... So if you can tomorrow, would you please ask him if he will give you the story on the Amy's Aces? Oh, of course. Uh, that would be Thank really you. interesting. That's a great question and uh, yeah. a good lead on some conversation. I appreciate that. But yeah, other than that, man, it's the buds were huge, you know, as big as I think I somewhere I sent him a picture of uh, the buds next to this bottle. They have very comparable colas to this. So what was the cross and, on uh, that? Do you know? Uh, it should be right here. It's on the pack, but it isn't in the journal. So I'd have to look. I'd have to get out of the pack. But uh, it was a super good yielder, big, dense buds. And I really enjoyed it. was one of the ones I haven't had in a while that I found myself surprising. It was one of those ones I dished out and I kind of was, I liked it myself. But I dished it out, and everybody was like, wow, I really like that Amy's Aces. <laughs> Do you have more of that coming along? And I was like, uh, some but it wasn't i didn't like pull multiple and um so it's a real happy buzz man it's like we smoke one and you're like yeah okay i'm in a good mood two of them and you're sitting there with somebody and you've got a really good laugh going on oh you know shit I mean? it's did i always really talk about good, that good mood stuff man now wait a minute it's a good conversation we i mean there's many conversations we had when we were smoking it with paid different patients and uh things got silly i ain't gonna lie you know the subject matter or whatever but it was always good laugh everybody had a good time unfortunately i'm still trying to see if i've got the right clone <laughs> you know i'm pretty sure i've got an amy's aces floating around but i haven't uh, i'm in the middle of like the leds are calming down and it's like rotation time so I'm in the middle of. Well, I'm thinking like I got I got these beans right, and I really need to pop some. The other ones I, I popped it at Amy's Aces. If you, I know I gave it to you. So it's I got the ones those. That said AA. Yep, it's AA, and then the other one was a Mazari, right? Was that the uh, other? Shit. Yeah. Man. I I took like a ML. Of the, I think it's ML. Bag yeah. The code I put on there. And the codes. I have to look back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, if you, I know you got them beats. I would 100% suggest popping those because it was a good social smoke. Uh, from there, I went to Cake Boss, dropped that. And I OG, OG, O. Love it. Primal Love Punch one. F2s. Jesus Juice. Did you like that Dominatrix. one? Dominatrix. Huh? I haven't flowered that one yet. And uh, Pine Valleys, and then uh, last entry, we're still talking about uh, Blue, Beautiful Loser. So that would take you from 2000, what, nine, Seven. September, September September 2017 yep. to present. And that's more shit than I think I've grown since I started. <clears throat> you wouldn't believe what's in this fucking folded up playbook right here. I mean, there's there's a good couple hundred in here yet. Yeah, that, Let's uh, see. 
Let me see. I think on here somewhere, I do. <clears throat> so this is not current. Uh, there's like 47 things on here, and I don't think I've added anything in a couple of years to it. But I had papaya, fat hippie, white widow, AK-47, chem dog, permafrost, New York 47, dairy permafrost queen. Permafrost was a good one. I yes, really it was. I was stony. Um, New York 47, Dairy Queen, Black Domina, THC Bomb, uh, something called Strong Arm PK, and the PK for that stood for Purple Kush, Tahoe Alien, my personal fucking favorite almost out of all these is Grapefruit Diesel, OG18, Headband, True Blue, which is by MTG Seeds, which is Money Tree Genetics, that was a fucking great blue strain, huge, uh, Blue Cheese, Lima Bean OG, that was a freebie from um, Rare Dankness. Danny Trevino, he was the dude. Uh, this was, Danny Trevino was a cross between AK-47 and Super Silver Haze, which was a monster fucking yielder. Heaven Sent, guys which is... mind talking to me while I fucking trim some of these buds off the stick? Can we, do you mind talking to me? Is that going to bother you if I'm flinging off buds? And Ooh. No, I don't give a shit. Anybody? No, fuck it. Do what you got to do, man. Is it if I'm like flinging buds into a ball? No, you're fine. I got a bunch of this pine jelly here. This is a this is the the take right here. This is a full size strainer. You know what I mean? You see yep. it? This Calendar, was uh, what you. was in the fucking herbs now machine. Okay, and I have three coat hangers over here that I still have to fucking. Load. Debud yet. Yeah. All off of the Pine Valley Street. This is all off of the If you snap ain't one of I've those buds smoking, open, what do you think? Ain't I been smoking fucking the, off of this? Yeah, I've been smoking right out of the dryer for the last few days. But and really uh, well. I've already done I've you know what? I've already done my side by side as far as the hang dry versus the herbs now, and it ain't because I'm wearing this fucking shirt and I fucking own it, but I honestly did not see a fucking you know, I'm almost <laughs> even willing to commit to this and fucking break you off two hunks right now and set them aside and see you know, I wish I could just fuck up times, man. I wish because I'd almost drive them down to you like immediately. I would you know meet you I mean? half, we would meet back at Vehicle City again for sure, man. And I would love to do it. And I might still just put them aside for you, but it's just be a matter of when I can see it. See if you could. I can't, I can't tell the difference. I seriously fucking. I'm well, not realize all the time here. that I've talked to, about this, that I keep talking about these flavors, these flavors, these flavors. Oh my God, the fucking taste on this, the taste on Every fucking thing you gave me came out of the herbs now two days. Or in one instance, it was the day before. You put those in the little jars for me and said, here you go. Am I right? Well, I'm even willing to do uh, like an on-air way on this. You know, after we're done, after I'm done flinging these buds, I think I'd even fucking weigh this online and fucking, you know, live and renounce the results from that one. And like I said, I didn't even think I could even add 14 grams already easy. I've already smoked, yeah, fucking smoked a half out of it. 
Well, again, been smoking dude. on it all week long uh, on the show, and I think I started smoking on it like Saturday out of the dryer. It was like day three. Uh, I was already picking out of it. Fucking yeah. <laughs> Ever That's since good. then, I've just been like little bud here, little bud there, little bud here, little bud there. It's fucking awesome for like that strain. It's especially awesome for that strain that uh, you. I do a lot. I'll pull one down. Like say, I didn't even know Pine Valley's. I thought it was Beard on Fire. It, the tag that was facing out at me said Beard on Fire. And then when I was trimming it up, I was like, Hey, wait a minute. This is. Yep. This ain't it. And oh. I grabbed that tag and I was like, Pine Valley three, first one. Fuck yeah. But there's times when like uh when them first rounders come around, I, I can't wait. I want to pull one down. I won't I'm yep. not as patient with those red hairs. Like I completely 50, understand. 50%. Yeah. I'm like, I gotta fucking I've even been known to just walk up and fucking just lob off a branch and hang it. Just like, all right, I'm gonna sample that. I've done that too. Brand new so, shit. Got the strainer there, and then I've got these hangers here. I'm gonna fucking let's see, let me make sure. Hang this bitch. Oh, I can hang them right there. Uh, I got that strainer and these three fucking hangers, and these buds here. <laughs> oh, yeah, are all. All from the Pine Valley. This is all from number three. She's a yielder. <clears throat> she did pretty good. She did a pretty good. And like, there's some fucking nice nuts on here. If I like pull these apart better so you can see them. Uh, some fucking like there, you know, there's some nice fucking nugs there. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, the other one's fucking sliding. Come on, don't fall off. There's some nice nugs on that one. Oh, yeah, right in the middle there. And uh, some nice nugs left on this one. So, this is how I used to fucking, before the herbs dry, this was it. That's a lot of work. I'd fucking trim everything like this, hang it upside down, and then I had that four by four tent back there with like a clothes rack uh clothes hanger system in there and i hung all these on multi-levels of the fucking clothes hanger or in that fucking tent a little fan in there so you can see why i was fucking loving that fucking herbs drive machine oh yeah uh big time saver and fucking space saver for one well i think it really helps you as a caregiver though too to be able to reliably know that you can have meds for your patients when they need them. I'm still fucking, uh, I'm growing weed in that tent now. I'm growing uh, cannabis in that tent now. There ain't no fucking drying in that bitch anymore. It's fucking, uh, but the other alternative use. Yeah. What it's meant for and shit. I'm going to roll up this one last joint here and I'm going to smoke with you and smoke with chat and i'm going to try to do this as fast as i can oh what what are you smoking on over there uh i this is still the gg4 i ground up a fucking shit ton of it 
I like that, but I that it couldn't be my staple. It couldn't be my staple. I'm still looking. I'm keeping this because it's good medicine. But I would like to find. I would like to find something that I could use for, like, mood. PTSD, a little fucking kick in the ass, you know what I mean? Some some nice daytime smoke. Without necessarily like the crazy raciness that you can get from some strains. Well, how'd you like the Challenger Deep for a daytime smoke? I did like not get the Challenger Deep. For a daytime? I didn't get that one. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, uh, Beautiful Loser, that's what I meant to say. That's half of the... I love day. Beautiful Loser at like either Wake and Bake or like 10 o'clock in the morning sometimes. It's a great time for that one, man. Well, let's, like, let's talk about the effects. How did it affect you? Was it sedative or did it just kind of... High. No, yeah. Like high. Like I feel high as fuck, man. Like good. You know, then there's like stoned where you're like, oh man, I could really fucking... Like if I put the hammer down on the Keweenaw copper, dude, I could be asleep in fucking 30 minutes. I just get out that shit. Um, fucking uh, kept that shit to the last minute. I only let one, one ounce of that shit go, and I kept the rest of it for myself. I, I let samples go. I gave you know a bunch of samples out just so I could get some uh, feedback on it. But I kept it up most the majority of it for myself, except one I gave to my uh, one of my patients in uh. He's waiting for it right now. It was such a fucking. Dude, he I'm was, waiting for he was, it. Right remember now. the gentleman we were uh, at the, I want to say, Kushstock? No, it wasn't Kushstock, but uh, yes. the Motor City deal. Yes. Uh, the gentleman in the, the wheelchair there. Yes, the I do. But when we've seen uh, Malik, shout out Malik Spider. Yeah, he was a. Uh, that's the group patient I'm referring to. It was a nice and, uh, He just he just kind of hold me the other day, and he's like, "Man, I want if if at all possible, I want beautiful loser hey. this round." Please, make you feel good. Yeah, it made me feel great. I was super, and uh, yeah, every time I see him, he's out. He's talked about it, you know, because uh, yeah, I was super tumbling. It's really humbling. Well, it's got to be like being a caregiver to like an extra degree. Before you were the guy that grew the stuff and made sure that people had their medicine. You've taken it back one step further in the chain where you worked with the initial genetics to create the strain that you would grow so that you can supply patients. So I, I think that's awesome, man. I would love that. Much respect to all the mother guys that are making uh, seeds. That's such a, it's work, man. You don't, people think that, you know, oh, it's just a pollination thing and people make seeds by accident and they just think, oh yeah, oh, it's so, so fucking easy no. to make seeds. Hell no. It's not. It's not. No. It, I mean, just the chore of keeping things clean and keeping things from being cross-taminated. Well, right down to being able sure to grow enough the right amount of time so being able to grow enough of them out to be able to find a 
an anomaly in that that you like that you can work with and bring out of the plant. Like one of the very best strains that I've ever had the privilege to grow and I did not get a clone of it was, what the fuck was that shit called? It was called Silver Grape. And basically it's a cross between Grape Ape and Super Silver Haze. That shit was fucking amazing. Had some of the very best blueberry, sweet blueberry flavor I've ever had. The effect was perfect. Worked great for the PTSD, the depression, fucking my back wasn't like, instead of being at like an eight or six, it would be at like a four or a three or maybe even a two. Shit, that's all I'm asking for, man. Just something to, you know, reliably uh, ride all day. Reluctantly passed my skillable roller to uh, a patient today. Reluctantly. Dude, I got you. I just made 29 more of the big ones today, and I made 60, 68 of the little new trial ones. Nice. Yeah, I uh, come across a, a friend that uh, was having some knee problems, and the doctor was gave him some ibuprofen. I'm like, man, you, you know they're telling you to stay away from ibuprofen right now, right? And that's what they... Look. So uh two different sizes. That's awesome. Little pocket size. I like the pocket size. Yep. And uh, I was like, man, you don't need one that ibuprofen anyway. I went dug that thing out of my truck and I was like, here, this is try this, man. Roll some of that on your knee. And I'm waiting to uh, hear the feedback on that. So hopefully they find uh just turn it down a little bit, you know what I mean? Just turn that shit down. If it was at a seven, get it down to a five or a four, you know? I'm not trying to claim that this is some miracle thing that, you know, like that, you're gonna be great. But when it comes to pain management, sometimes just being able to reduce it is enough. I actually liked it for, uh, one day I was stressed and I may have been like trying to be like, I don't know if I was trying to be or whatever, but uh, it was like kind of like a smart, it wasn't a smartest thing, but I actually rubbed it on my temples. I just fucking rubbed it right on my yeah. temples. Maybe it was just because I was that fucking stressed out. I was like, I need this <laughs> a direct application. You know what I mean? We're going right to the fucking source here. And it did. It helped out a lot. You know, five minutes later, I was feeling a lot more calm. Right to the temple. Take that shit right to the dome, man. <clears throat> I see we still have 16 people out there watching right along with us, man. Okay. Shout out to you. You were thinking about bailing, man? How are you going to bail on 16 people? Somebody just people? bailed that went to 15. They were like, fuck this dude. Shut the fuck up. I came for Eagle, not you. I came to get high. looking at that bald guy's head. He keeps looking down. He keeps looking down. I should have had this bowl in my lap. That's what what you should do is you should put the camera inside the bowl and trim on top of it so it's falling down on top of that. Of course, it's it'd be a bitch like a motherfucker to clean, though, wouldn't it? It's overflowing already. Sure. Already overflowing. I'm interested to see this number. I was going to do it anyway, but since what the fuck? 
not over limits. You know what I'm saying? It's nope. not going to be over. <laughs> it's unusable. Skibble. It's yeah. unusable. It's unusable. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> unusable product. This isn't I, uh, fully cured and uh, packaged yet. It's, so I'm, I make shit into tincture. That's how I always stay within my limits. Is I go, oh, nope, nope, too much. It's time to make tincture. So, 100% uh, unusable. Just like what you could also do is yeah. you can say, okay, well, I guess what I'll do is I'll get a screen and I'll just dry sift the shit out of this or out of this. Waste not wanting to. Ain't nothing going to waste around here. See, I guess since I can't get my camera right on the scale, what I will do is, because I'm getting really close. You're, you're, we got the honor system here on talking shit. Bro. No, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to fucking uh, take a picture of the scale. I'm going to put everything on it and because I can't get the camera to the scale. I will take a picture of it and then show you guys the picture. Is that fair enough? Fair enough. All in real time. We know you're not Photoshop savvy enough to edit the film within fucking God. four seconds of snapping the picture. Not me. God, definitely not, man. I'm still having trouble loading this fucking Zoom up every Dude, night. Dude, look at how good you've gotten. You you were the guy four months ago that was on a rampage because you were unable to stream. Remember? You're like, man, I'm just so glad that I got to get on these last five minutes and to be able to hang out with everybody. And look at you now. You're you're leading the pack on the you know the four hundred or the four hour and twenty minute fucking episodes and shit streaming straight through. So look how far you've come in such a short time and how comfortable you've become with this. And you're also becoming a great interviewer as well. I so appreciate that. I see that. I I really consider you to be a great interviewer. It, you make things flow very well, even in like tonight's episode. There's spots where uh could have went dead and you just fucking just smoothed it fucking right over. And I and I've actually kind of been taking notes. I'm like, oh man, you just did that just so smooth. You know what I mean? I'm over here still taking notes. I might be having fun smoking with you and everything. Oh yeah. But I am most <laughs> definitely taking notes from a master over there. I never did finish reading my fucking list either. I'm almost done with this fucking joint. Hold on. I'll get back there you to this go, man. Damn. Chiefing. Chiefing over there. Oh, I don't fucking horse around. Uh, let's see. I was. Le I left off with uh, the Heaven Scent. Uh, that was another MTG strain. And it's funny because Mitt Canico flowered that out a few months back. And on my list, this is like four years ago. Then I got a sub subby strain here. Is uh, you remember Mickey Kush? Oh, I do. That was a good one. I really liked that. That, that was, was good favorite. for fiber. Um, had a different uh, like taste to it and stone. In fact, it was yeah. supposed to be higher in THCV, nice. which is what led me to it because of the PTSD and the linkage between THCV and PTSD, at least back then. After that, I had Northern Lights Big Bud. Then I had another sub school strain was uh, Conspiracy Kush, which I really like that one too. Oh yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Then I had a knockoff glue, uh, Tora Bora. That's another old one. Silver Grape. That's the one I was talking about early. Afghani Mango. That was a super short one. 
Darlin's net, which somehow ties into the whole Gorilla Glue story. Um, Northern Lights, Durban Poison, Casey Jones, Blue Dream, Dungeon Vault Genetics, False Teeth, the most narcotic insomnia fucking strain I've ever smoked in my life. I would smoke half a joint and pass the fuck out, and I smoke all goddamn day long. Note to yourself. Uh, Alien Rift, that's ocean grown. Granddaddy Perp, which was not the real one, just some fucking rando. Ninja Fruit, Malibu Pie, Bubba Kush, Twisted Citrus. A uh, friend of mine's work was called Daily's Dank. Um, Pennywise, Hit Girl, that's a jinx proof. Seeger Bloom like Haze, that's a. Uh, Seeger Bloom Haze is Dark Horse Genetics. The Church was a Greenhouse Seeds. Then that stops like. I can't remember when I was growing the church, so it's been a while. So, And then everything after that. Okay, we are done. See, what what perfect all. timing on that. See how I've just milked that shit and there perfect we go. Time. So it's in the strainer now. I'm going to fucking zero out this bowl and then I'm going to dump contents in the bowl and take a picture. So you see the bowl. As an aside, do you know what I use as that bowl? What's that? It's, if you get a fucking bowl if you get a fancy cake, you know, like an ice cream cake or something, and they have the really hard, clear plastic top that comes on it, it's really, really tall, I use those. So I just take a uh, Solo cup and set the Solo cup on the scale, and then I set this big fucking cake tray lid on top of it, tear the scale, so it's back at zero, take the cake tray off, put all the cannabis on it, Hoist it back up on scale, and away I go. I'm going to get all crafty. It's got to sit on this to sit on the scale. Ah, you so have one of those, least... too. That is the goes into the mouth of the ball jars to facilitate pouring of said product into ball jar. I had to put Mine's that green. there to uh, be able to take the pictures for the numbers. So I'm going to take the picture right now. Drum roll, please. Wow. Is it more or less no, than you thought? I, I, I haven't put it on there yet. I'm just going to take this picture right now and prove uh, that the scale has been zero. Okay. And I'm going to show that picture right now. The scale has been zeroed out. Yep, we see that. Okay. Now I'm going to take this here ball, which was uh, the harvest. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the bowl off, and then I'm gonna dump this on there, and then I'm gonna put that back in. I would guess at that, but Just I don't like know this. the actual okay, density of the bud. What do you call it? What do you call it? I'm gonna call. Oh, there's one stick gonna, in here. So the, here's the rule of the game. I'll give people on the time in the chat too. I'm gonna call seven. You can weigh it right now, but don't tell us. I'm gonna call okay. seven, and I want to know if people want to play the over and under game with. Okay, I'm down. So, I'm down. do you think it's more or less than seven in the chat? Let us know, and we will see who is right. No. That would be guessing. What's your guess on the number? Seven ounces. Oh, I'm not gonna do math, okay. <laughs> hey, man. There's never. Let's see here. It's never too late for math. It's over. 
it's uh, okay. I can. I'm gonna actually do, do the math here now. Okay, here's the number. I'm not well, gonna we, show the number. Let's see where these guys go with these numbers. Cheers, Bear Girl Four Twenty, Mister Green Pots. Cheers. Who else we got? Jack lurking around still. Narwhal, I know you're in here strong still, brother. Keep an eye on them numbers for me, Skill Bowl. While I do a quick little bit of math here. All right, hold on. Let me come back. I'm, I'm trying to get it. I'm trying to get an in ounce numbers here for you guys. I'm going to show you both, but I want to. Okay. Fucking dumb, I guess. Do do do. Divided by twenty-eight equals. Ooh. And remember, remember, I took fourteen off of this. Okay. Okay. Yep. Um. Do you want to know what the? Oh damn it! I just fucking zero. It just cleared the whole thing. God damn it! Uh, it was two hundred fifty-four. I'll show you the number. Okay. To verify, it was yep. two hundred fifty-four grams. Divided by 28 equals 9 ounces and 71 grams, or 0.71. And I know for a fact I fucking took a half ounce. Right. I, I smoked a half ounce easy off of that. So the yield and off that, that but one. that shows plant, you the density that you're getting off of your lights. Whatever light that that was under, you should shout that out because that really That's an HPS out. that went out halfway over there that I still need. Oh, it's on today. Motherfucker, I guess I got to fix it today. Well, it's been kind of, it, that ballast is on its way is out. It, is it cloudy days sometimes over there at the garden? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lately, there has been a few. Cloudy uh, days. Yeah. I've been meaning. I, in fact, I told myself tonight or earlier today. I was like, "Man, because I there's a zipper on the other side to where the bells and shits are at. Shit so I got to pull up. all the plants out. And I got to fucking go through the trap door in the back to get the the, the fucking ballast on the wall behind it. Uh, <laughs> so I can yeah, that, it. yeah, running now though. Ain't doing it today, but that ain't bad for. Uh, that sounds like it uh, checks the box for yield then. And the the wattage on that light is what? That was a thawie. And thousand. that was, uh, there was fucking four other plants under that thawie. That in, that, there was uh, two more of those fucking, uh, the one, insane the membranes. Tucked up all the way in the top, yeah. Yeah, there was two of those. And then there was a, a regular primal punch in there that came down. Out of that dolly. And, uh, <laughs> what, uh, and, uh, both the insane, man, I've got, uh, I've got a plethora of insane sitting around right now. I'm actually thinking about having some of that ran. That's why I've been smoking it fucking every night this week and shit. What do you, what would you say for the effect on that for yourself? Uh, uplifting, especially the ones that I let go. Uh, this last one, I've got a jar right here in front of me. Right next, I'll crack some of these. Did out. those crack seventy-four days? This one went here uh, eleven weeks. So oh, I guess shit. It's there you go, seventy-seven days plus. Yeah, thoughts uh, were. This is a small nug for you know. For that, most were more uh, grenade size, palm size. Beautiful. There, it's not as dense as it could be. It could honestly have went like another week. 84 but, days. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy. Would you, are you but considering this, this keeping this? This was dense this? enough. 
Are you going to keep no, it? I did. I'm going to um, run that one. Remember the one I bent over? Because right. I'm pulling one down. It's, oh, motherfucker. God damn it. Damn you, skill pull. Your questions. Motherfucking. Uh, Talking shit with Rivera Eagle Gardens. Geraldo <laughs> Rivera and shit. Uh, I've got an insane right here. Uh, oh, god damn it. Oh, this is for deep. Insane, I love it. There's an insane in the LED tent that would be coming down later. Okay. Uh, but yeah, the bud structure was completely different. It went uh, nine and a half weeks. Buds are completely uh, more dense. Uh, it was like, yeah, wow. So this new one back here, right back there, she's in the tank flipping pot. Yep. Uh, that one will be going into one of the LED tents, and I'm going to scrog the shit out. Oh, my God, that's going to be a fucking monster, dude. That's like the whole tent, right? Yeah, that that yeah. would be a whole four by four right there. Yeah, for sure, because just it's gonna girl. just go crazy, man. Yeah, and then, and then when I you take the clones, take the tops the only... as the clones, you know, like top that bitch hard. I think the, the scrog's the only way to control her. And, but she did say uh, just a hair smaller or a little yeah. bit easier to control under the LED. Yeah, but uh, the turps on this one. I always said the other one, like around week seven, eight, it was like a sour cream, even a Smiley's Gardens. I had, I didn't realize I re- I had met Smiley's Garden until I had him on. And then I'm I like, remember sit- that dude. Yeah. You can see it in the interview. I'm like looking at him. I'm like, I met you, didn't I? Fucking Vehicle City. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, man, I'm so sorry. It just fucking like hit me like a fucking ton of bricks. People don't understand how many people you have met and interacted in the greater cannabis community, though. Not just like the Michigan one. I'd like to think I've uh, crossed a few paths. Anyway. The Eagle Rolodex is stuffed. <laughs> but, uh, so I got to talk to him, and uh, he's like, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, We talked about it the other night. I'm like, man, as a, I'm not a professional, but a good grower. Uh, that wasn't what I intended. I, that was the night that I stopped in. Wow. A whole night uh, flashback here. That was the night Fabroli passed me that bag, as a matter of fact, at Vehicle City. I was over. Uh, I, would, didn't, I was in town taking care of some patients and uh, didn't have anything extra on me. I just kind of that insane. I had taken just to kind of test while I was doing my thing and it wasn't meant to uh, really leave my possession. You know what I mean? That was that one I fucking pulled down early to taste and shit. So that's all I had that night. Even as I rolled it up, I was like reluctant a little bit to pass around because it was early He's like, yeah, I remember that. That was like the sour cream taco kind of flavor. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. You do remember. You do. And uh, so it's now now week 11 here now. It's still kind of got that creamy smell, but it's kind of got more of a uh, like a candy or a turf to it that I, I remember those cream savers by Lifesavers of the farm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of that's like what you kind of get the flavor on the back end of the exhale. Okay. Uh, but what I'm smelling on the nose is uh, 
It's like a sweet candy, almost like a grape candy, kind of, I want to say. Uh, I ran a train called Space Candy that was, it reminds me of that candy. That's all. I don't know. It's real candy. It might even be like, I don't know. Uh, the smell would be something maybe like the bottom of a candy, hard candy jar. You know what's what the, I mean? What's that, the top, if just off the top of your head, what would you say are like your top maybe one, two, or three fucking flavors and strains that you've ever had that just stopped you in your fucking eagle tracks? Uh, Red Dragon would be one. I really, really, really enjoyed that. Um, Lavender Kush, I really enjoy. Um, the original OG Kush, you can, I've got seeds of that. I actually was trying to... Uh, German those? No, I was trying to get uh, Jack Greenstock. I was trying to coach him there on a phenol hunt. So I've got a fucking jar of them, and he's in Cali. And they had, he's got a different plant count than we do. So he could probably do a nice phenol hunt for me. And I thought it was kind of in the description. He was looking for something that kind of sedated him. And that strain for me fucking knocked me out. That's why I quit oh, yeah. growing it, Skidball. I fucking, <laughs> that's why I quit growing it. <laughs> that's when um, I was young and dumb and kind of fucking still uh, monocropping everything. Uh, still had a bunch of patients, but at that time it was uh, three patients. And I was monocropping, so I was like 36 plants at a time. You were always asleep <laughs> and never could fucking care for these plants because you were always slid the fuck out. Basically, next round, man, that fucking three months after harvest, man, I'd come home from work and just be fucking crippled fucking all the rest of the night. And it was like, man, I love this strain. It is so fucking great. I don't think I could ever got sick of it. But I had to fucking live life, man. It's fucking, it made you feel like the commercials back then where you just like sucked into the couch and shit. <laughs> this is the Houdini's got to go, man. It's, so I kind of like search for something a little more uplifting, but I still ah. have a, a pill bottle full of those fucking seeds. God damn it. I'm going to smoke one more with you, man. Fuck it. Please do. I'm going to smoke Please one do. more with you. Um, I'm looking up at my fucking, right? I'm looking at my jars up there. Let's see. I got some. We still got 14 cool fucking motherfuckers watching us. And I say this all the time. If you're offended by the motherfucker, I am so sorry. But uh, it is a complete, complete term of an endearment from me. And I know that might be fucked up, but it's completely true. All right, so I'll, I'll run the options down. I can smoke Citro Glue. I'm not going to do GG4 again. I have Abolished OG, Keweenaw Copper, and I think that's it. Other than like Smoke yeah, Abolished and uh, give some props to fucking Abolished White Puff on that. This is one that'll knock you out too. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I enjoyed the. He gave me a sample in Detroit, and uh, I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed. It. That's a fucking yielding ass plant. I've got. You know what's funny is I I hear him in chat a couple of times, and I don't. Since he's not here, I'm not talking to him. <laughs> but I've got his Exodus cheese cheese, or his go. Exodus cheese. Exodus cheese, yeah. Yeah. 
Yep, I think I've got a few uh, bones left. And I've got the original cheese, too. I still haven't got this grown anywhere near as well as they do. Um, it's still a, a learning process with me. Because it will fucking feed. She will eat. I've got a bunch of uh, 818s, too. The 818 headband. Oh, that's one of his favorite strains, man. I've got a couple of fucking piles of that shit, too. Yo, boy, Roy. What's up, man? Still hanging in there. I love everybody, all the people that still pound the weed nerds. The weed nerd hashtag. I'm still pushing it as hard as I can because it's not a necessarily trying to bite on the you know, hang on the coattails of the weed nerd. It's just huh. the weed nerds was a community that fucking just loved the plant and took, wanted all the knowledge to there do the plant. That's a pretty bud. That's fucking nice looking right there. Yeah. Nice job. Thank Abolish. you, Abolish. Did you grow that? Or, no, I grew that. Yeah. Drone or, yeah, no. Nice job. Yeah, I learned with this plant um, that for me, I always veg it a while and I don't need to but I just run into because I only have one flower room that you know everything is going to get a certain amount of edge time so by the time that it hits flower it just wants to go fucking crazy in there and I really have to strip it back or it'll just throw like so many fucking bud sites on me that it just gets so many leaves in the way that uh, it fucks me so I've gotten to the point where I really get in there and aggressively rip away at it at like maybe like day 17 or that's just a fucking random ass number. Kind of when you just sort of see that it needs it in the beginning to really open the plant up. Um, Second other thing is I always use the green garden wire. You know, the shit that comes on a spool, you get like a hundred yards of it. Um, I tied the skunk one today because it's, so like it's on day I don't even know what day it is I don't have to check the fucking thing anyway I pulled it down and tied it to part of my scrog like the whole arm so really open that plant up and get those bud sites the best amount of light that I can to try to really get the most yield on that and that is it's listed as original skunk one by Canuck Seeds Just want to throw this branch out there where I got a little bit of dead space. If you guys are capable of zooming and you have a garden that you want to come on and tell me about, then uh, let me know in a DM and maybe we can work you on one of these nights. Because God knows all the One of these crazy old nights? Sorry, I didn't the obligatory well, eagle. Well, it's just, you know, it's hard as I am working and I am going to 100%, you know, continue to try to bring these fire interviews. Uh, there's always going to be, you know, some lulls. And uh, why not fill those lulls with some uh, people that are watching and all that good shit, you know what I mean? Let them get to know each other a little bit, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's, kind of that's what we did on the late sesh when we had uh, Narwhal we had Dr. Dankenstein and we also had Dro Groves 
all three of which have been in the chat here tonight. We had I them did on that episode. Yeah, and I missed was, that episode. <laughs> that was the disappearing number skill, Bo. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, that was a good episode. I'm watching. I'm watching. You know, I'm I'm fully supporting you guys. You know, if I ain't catching it live when it airs, I do go back and uh, check that shit out. I'm playing my ear. I haven't had a chance yet today to uh, get to the sequence and uh, episode yet. I'll probably check that out when we get off and I start fucking doing some transplant. It, it's hard when you, you're fucking streaming for five hours and you still got all these tents to care for and everything else. Like, you are a very busy man on this uh, reduced movement time that we happen to be in right now. Well, you're making I the have most been of it. really busy. I'm waiting for things to like, and they are starting out to like week one, week one and a half, uh, you know, things landing shit, making shit just appear out of the fucking blue isn't easy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, and it was, so it's been a task to try to keep everything popping every day since the inception of all this. And it's now that um, things are rolling along a little bit and uh, I've got you know lots of irons out and uh, things are starting to bring back in that I can breathe a little easier you know because uh, it there for like I ain't gonna lie the first week week or so it was like every day most of the day I'm listening to my audio books and I'm just fucking reaching out to talking to people to try to get that shit popping so, so let me I put it to you like this here's something to think about Let's say that there's a night that there is no quote unquote interview guest. You have to understand that we're watching this not for the guest at this point. We're watching it for you. So even if you just interact with people that are in the chat, people still would enjoy the show. And you know, you know I want to throw this out there. I should have done it in the beginning when I had like uh, 30 people glued, you know, when Rolly was here. But did you happen to get a hold of any of the Spartan uh, sesh there? I don't know if... Uh, no, that's the night that I passed out. I don't know if he, he mentioned... He said he might have mentioned it to somebody in chat or mentioned it in chat. But uh, he told a really touching story. And, and it kind of ended super fucking even weirder, Skillball. And I don't know. Well, I guess he won't have me a problem with me repeating this fucking story because it's out there. (laughs) It's already in YouTube land, you know what I mean, out there for anybody that wants to go back and watch that episode. But uh, he told me he had a weird experience uh, like a week or so ago. Uh, He was working in the garden. In particularly, uh, he was working with the blue call that uh, Sub gave him. And he said he had this weirdest feeling come over him. And, uh, hi, John Boy, how you doing? Uh, Shit, I'm watching you and not chat, man. Damn it. I'm, like, totally into the story. He felt, uh, he felt something come over him. And he said it was... 
almost 100 percent uh he could swear it was sub and sub told him to give me a message that he wanted me to hear this song and it was uh by jj mofo and uh jj mccray and mofo and i believe the title was uh shining down still shining down or something like that okay I, I wrote it down in my book right here and then uh one of the viewers was nice enough to put it in the link in the chat and uh so i had full intentions on listening to that and, but he also said you know he kind of you know had some other moments with the, in this conversation with so and I thought, wow, that's really weird. But he said, this is no weird of a, no word of a lie, Eagle. He wanted me to fucking get on here and tell you this story. And he wants you to listen to this song. And then he gave me the song. He always was about music. And I, like I said, I wrote it down. And then later that night, I was going back to... Uh, do the tags and everything on the video after it was done. You know, I tweaked the title a little bit and this and that. And I had fast forwarded through the video because I had told one of the viewers I would I'd wrench him, you know, make him a mod. And I wanted to see who that I wanted to try to remind myself exactly who it was. And um, the video stopped right at that moment where Spartan was looking in the camera. He said, Sub wanted me to tell you about this so you could listen to this song. That's great. And it stopped. It stopped. So I'm like, okay, there's no putting this off right to YouTube. And it is like a 10-minute song. He also stated that he had never heard the song up until that night. He listened to it. Kind of like he opened the note. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> he he went and listened to it, and he said, "Yeah, I like the song." But I looked up the band or the guy that sang. It, he said, "I listened Pretty to obscure. five six more songs, yeah. and I didn't like any of them." But this one song, and it's like a ten minute song, and uh, I listened to it, and it gave me the fucking chills. And I actually heard it. YouTube threw it at me again. When I was getting ready for it, fucking broke me down. And I thought, uh, either I don't, I'm not gonna do it. I don't think the song's copyrighted because it's like a, you know, like a B song, but I'm not gonna take the chance. I was gonna do it tonight, but I, Throw it in this chat. Is what, just, just type it in chat and then and we can check it out on our own there. Nope, nope, nope. I'm, I'm not no. even gonna spoil it. I'm gonna uh air a, a, a sub, I'm, I'm just gonna because I don't want to get cut because there's always that chance it could be taken down. Uh, maybe I'll do it today. Do you, well, no, because then I'd lose the Fagroli episode in total if they right. squatted it down. So the the point I guess I'm trying to say is sometime soon, it'll probably be, I don't know if I'll do it tonight, but it may be tomorrow, but there'll be a video that I'm going to, I'll go live because I want, I don't, I, I'll probably bark right down to be honest with you, but it's going to be my tribute to sell I'm going to play it for everybody and I'm going to let it fucking play in its entirety the whole 10 minutes. I'm going to roll one of these fucking joints and I would like everybody that is hearing this to at least if you're not watching it live with me 
to uh, to go roll that joint and start from the beginning because it is it's it's very it's very touching. It's kind of kind of says he's done with the pain and uh, everything's all right. It's a it's a they talk at the beginning of it. It kind of breaks you down right from right from like the first ten seconds. It's already halfway got you fucking emotional. But uh, as he goes on, it gets it kind of gets worse. So I know I'll probably be embarrassing myself by sitting here in front of a camera. And, uh, well, you know what you can do is you can do a share screen <laughs> and you can share your computer audio, and you don't even have to have your camera on. Just let it play and smoke, man. Yeah, there you go. No big deal. There you go. Show your plants. It's going to be super tough. Well, it's about uh, the plants. You know what I mean? It's going to be my tribute to him. You know, obviously there was there was a reason why that message was passed on to me, and as I heard it today, uh, I thought this is what needs to be done. Uh, did you see that in the chat that uh, your boy Roy Boy says? Did you read Kyle Cushman's story that he posted about what his wife experienced the night sub passed at Eagle Gardens? I did, I did, I did, and I was, uh, I believe that happened as well. I believe that happened as well. Yeah. He, and for uh, anybody that doesn't know, before you glide past it, uh, do you want to remark on that? Uh, I, I, I believe it did happen because they were good friends and uh, it was a touching message that he left there but I don't I don't want to speculate good yeah no 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 wasn't my uh, wasn't meant for me you know what I mean I'm glad she shared it but I don't want to put any kind of take on it so, I think in the long run that it seems like it's brought people back together again, though, that, you know, maybe through the years had grown apart for whatever reasons and everything else. So I know uh, I have to know another person. Uh, he goes by the handle on Instagram. That was another good friend that I talked to that I, I, I had associated with, but uh, subs passing has kind of brought us a little closer. We talk more now, swaps and stories. And he's uh, TCDR on Instagram. He's an amazing grower and extract artist. But uh, he spoke with Sub uh, a couple days before, if not the night of, and he said he said he had a similar experience that uh, Kyle's wife had. Damn. I know I've had some weird moments myself when I when I think about it. He really touched me. I you know I know. You know, there's nobody really knew to the extent the, the the relationship I had with him, but they accepted it way more deeper than cannabis. Uh, and really, I do miss him. One of the hardest periods in my life that didn't uh, <laughs> didn't have anything to do with fucking cannabis. He, uh, what he had gone through recently, we'll put it that way. Uh, we kind of helped each other, you know, talk shit about, you know. There's nights where I needed some uh, a helping hand, and there was fucking nights where uh, he wanted to blow some steam off on me on how the hammer was being dropped down and ripped out from under him, and I definitely could relate. And, uh, 
So there's there's a lot. I know the other stuff for sure. And it was, I'm not kidding. When he passed, it was super tough. Even though I got this question they asked me the other night, and I was a little embarrassed that, uh, oh, you must have a bunch of TGA strains in your garden. No, because as you know, there was, you know, uh, somewhat of a, a tiff. I'll call it a tiff. So I kind of like pulled some shit down, but we had worked past that. You know, it wouldn't. I wouldn't say any friend hasn't had that fucking argument where you know you went over there. I want all the shit I fucking lended you, you asshole. And then fucking six months down the road, you're drinking at the bar, going, you know, we're both dicks. And that's kind of you know, we were back to that. You know, we guys had what's called a, a sucker attack, man. It's called a sucker attack. Oh, it was it was me, and I was I spoke of this last night. I think to Red of being guilty. Uh, oh, I think this was off air. Being guilty of uh, uh, copping an attitude and carrying it way too far. I'm 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 one hundred percent guilty of, uh, and I'm trying desperately to move past it. Carrying a grudge, <laughs> if uh, I've been pissed off or wrong, I fucking. I've been known to carry that fucking grudge for years, <laughs> years on some shit. And uh, luckily I've learned lately not to carry them fucking, it's just baggage that's going to weigh you down. And it's, you know, there's no sense in carrying negative energy about somebody else or. You're not going to be living your best life if you're, if you're indulging in that sort of shit. You know what I mean? You're giving yeah. up. It's mental real estate to people then you know that have completely forgotten about shit like don't be that person that remembers a person and goes oh i fucking hate that person and somebody says well why and you're so bad that you can't remember even why you don't like this person just some bullshit along the well way. let's put it this place gilbo uh if you can't if i can't i was this is how bad i was about uh this i had lost both of my parents in times to where I wasn't talking to them for, you know, I, in my head were great reasons. Uh, one was drug dependency on one end, and the other one was just an, a shitty opinion that I didn't agree with. And, and before I could ever make amends with either, both had passed. So I never got to either way fucking say I'm sorry or fucking make amends with either parent. And I have a few friends in similar boats that uh, silly arguments, maybe a couple times over money. Yeah, but, but you've uh, learned your lesson at this. The, the, the whole thing is, is like this. I've learned this, my lesson, but at great cost. Sure. At great cost. It goes, but, it's proportionate to our stubbornness, man. And hard headedness. And it really comes down to. The, the interesting thing here, not to really go on an aside, in fact, it's probably fucking too late for this, but I'll smoke one more cigarette with you, and that's got to be it, because my eyes are already small as it is, and I'm just barely squinting, hanging in there like air in a biscuit. But what I would say is life is too fucking short for that shit, man. Like, nothing in your life is guaranteed. Not today, not tomorrow, nobody, man. So just try to be nice to people. Everybody knows how to do it. It's just a matter of what your pride will allow you to do. 
because what I may consider turn the other cheek, somebody else may consider, well, that's a punk move. It's, it's your perspective. It's up to you. Well, I definitely buried the grudges with my father. It was, that was, uh, it was too, pro- too big of a price to pay, and I promised myself that I would never let it appear in life again. Yeah. So and grudges it's... are over. Grudges are over, you know, but time to live and learn, whatever. You can never make up for lost time. It's gone. Yeah. And the more time that you spend worrying about lost time is more time you're fucking wasting right now worrying about some shit you can do absolutely nothing about except try to learn from it and allow it to maybe reset your moral compass on where the fuck you're headed in life. That's just skillbo real talk right there, man. That's why my kids fucking love me. That's why everybody loves it. You got, you got quite a bit of people that love the skillbo. And I'd say everybody you touch has got to have some kind of love. Just try to be nice to people, man. And I realize that really what I'm doing while I'm having these conversations is I'm learning more myself. I, I don't know shit about this, dude. I came into this way later in life as far as trying to be a, a, a home grower. You know, I've, I've been an enjoyer of the plant for many many years but not growing so i feel like i need to listen more to people i just know to ask the right fucking questions that's the key and sometimes i like coming on here and fucking with you because i like interviewing you because you know you don't get that from people a lot of times i don't uh, fucking uh spartan did that the other night on me too fucking right at the end of the interview yeah. Fucking flip that shit around on me, and I was like, "Oh, okay, we're gonna play that way. All right, I guess I could answer a couple questions." <laughs> I never know how it's gonna go, because you know how I am about that. You guys have asked me several times to do uh, like a part two to the Eagle episode. There, I just didn't think anybody would even give a fuck. Shit. All these people watching obviously already would be watching. I mean, dude, we do so much shit these days that it's like... How many hours of content are we really putting out a week? Think about that. I'm putting out quite a bit (laughs) at the moment. Exactly. But you guys, I know you guys are killing it over there, too. I mean, these stories, even the live shit you guys are doing, you're banking content, recording stuff, future. (coughs) See, it all takes time and planning and putting together. That's the hardest part. It's a labor of love, though. It really is. Mm -hmm. Especially, it's it's nicer that time, this time in uh, life right now, it's kind of dealt me a nice time to play with this you know things could be worse if it wouldn't be for this time I might not have uh, had this yeah that's your silver lining shout out thank you John Boy I appreciate that uh, now we're just hanging out wait wait you you gotta do your your show fucking every once in a while you gotta basically do a pause for station identification for people tuning in yeah let them know eagle show Fucking talking shit with the Eagles show from Skillbo 17 on YouTube, Skillbo 1 on 
this guy. He's got working a job. On, working on it anyway. I tried yeah. to save those for the end. But uh, I'm learning. I'm learning from you. Taking notes. You know something that I've noticed about every single show that you've done so far? Something really, really cool? So, They've been done with a smile. And it's like right in your eyes. It's not just like some old fake ass interviewer like, yeah. It's like you are genuinely enjoying the fuck out of yourself. Yeah, that's no doubt, man. It's I consider this to be an honor to be sitting here with you and the people here in chat. I mean, this this is I consider this to be a privilege. I mean, people's sure time time is you know our, essentially our most valuable thing. We're short of it. It gets more invaluable every day as our talk our, as our clock gets shorter. So the people like yourself and the people here in chat that are fucking, I'm honored. You know, I'm ecstatic to spend these. You no, know, when right before you said you were honored and you were talking about people like me, I thought you were going to make some kind of ageist joke. They're talking about, you know, you're saying closer to the end than the beginning, like, oh, people like you, you know, it's really great for you to spend the little time remaining you have left, you decrepit old fuck. No, 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 because I don't, I, I hate the whole. That's why. You, uh, I guess you've never really seen me like call out age, and you, as you know, uh, I don't like to talk about it. A eh? and uh, I play it off as a joke. I don't, I don't correct. I don't believe it's an accurate representation of my true age. You know, I I don't feel I don't feel my age. That's for sure, and uh, I don't act my age no ways. <laughs> no fucking ways. I'm still fucking 16 mentally, goddammit. Damn yeah, but here. you've got the responsibility, though. Like, you're holding it down. You know, obviously, you're able to juggle all these plants and, and make everything come together and work. But it's that, it's that sense of, like, wonder and desire to learn more about something that interests you. You know, earlier points in your life, it was woodworking, you know, and then it was tile, and, you know, now it's cannabis. These are things that you've poured yourself into. I'm a pretty good mechanic as well, but that's all because I just it was too cheap to uh, pay for repairs. It ain't cheap when you don't have it, bro. It's only cheap when you got the money. Then you can be called cheap. Like, you cheap son of a fucking bitch. You got the money in your wallet, man. Other than that, it call you call that destitute. Down on your luck. Shit's just easy to work on. They rape you. I mean, a break job. We're talking about a break job per axle. Actually, costs you about what five, ten bucks for pads. And if you need a rotor, we're talking about thirty bucks. Okay, if you go have that done, they're talking like a hundred thirty bucks per axle to to do that shit. So, sixty dollar break job take that in cost 500 bucks i've got an af- afternoon and some tools exactly. <laughs> you got the tools you got the abilities i've always used the job for an excuse to get the tool i swear to god my whole life i would for one if i as as and i did this my whole business career when i was building eagle eye home improvements i would do a job and if it wasn't a job that i uh i always for one scored a tool something that i justified if i bought this it's going to make the next round easier or faster 
So I always bought something. And if it was uh, like tile, say I had stepped out and did some tile, I always made sure and bought a new tile tool. Might even been just a flow or a straight edge. But uh, that's an award. He won, uh, what, third place in Detroit for that shit? Yes, sir. That's the one. Oh, look at my camera fucking came together at the very end for me. Shout out Dab Smith. Yeah, Six I had this for a while. And this was grown in-house by him. So that's even cooler. I did. I've reached out to him for a couple times. And he says he's interested, but he says he just can't stay up that late. And I was like, man, I'm even kind of out of recorded if you're interested in that. But I'm on the fence at that. That's like the Danny Danko dilemma I'm having. Uh, he wants to go early, but... Uh, but obviously, the time slates slots late, but I'm not going to miss out on that interview. I, but then again, I don't want to uh, want the people to miss out on it either. You know what I mean? So I'm no, willing well, to bite so, that bullet and go like special episode. You know what I mean? Do it special episode. You could either go live when you are recording with him, and whoever is able to join is able to join and interact, or what you could do is you could just record with him on Zoom and then upload it to your channel and premiere it the way that we do for some of the other content. And then you can drop it in your regular time slot and still have the live stream chat that if he wanted to, he could be a part of as well. But it would allow you to interact with the chat and then still give them the opportunity at night to have their fucking late night, you know, nightcap sash with Eagle. So, I mean, there's like workarounds. Yeah, or you could do a double dip that. where you do live with him at fucking five or whatever time you're able to do with him and then come on back in and double dip and jump back on at 1130 and fire it up. That's, that's kind of what I was planning on doing was double dipping, actually. Yeah. <laughs> that fucking greedy as fuck, just fucking double dipping and shit. But I kind of wanted the people to be in on it in case they had some questions. Because some people might, I actually knew about the high times thing like a week and a half ago. And I kind of hinted to it a little bit during the Team Dog interview, but it wasn't my, it's not my business to lay that out there. You know what I mean? If he would have wanted it known like that, he, he obviously he waited like a fucking week to uh, disclose that shit. So it wasn't, you know, he wanted it out there at that point. It well, out. yeah, for us, for podcasting, like, I would never announce who we the next show was until it was already like in the can, so to say, because of scheduling issues, something can come up. It'd be horrible for me to tease and say, oh, well, next week I'm going to be talking to Eagle Gardens and everybody gets pumped up for it. Like, oh, it's fucking awesome, man. And then the next drop comes in and it's not it's, you know, let's talk about whatever instead or who. So you know, just from like a production standpoint. And it's harder when you're doing live like this because right. you have to basically do all the legwork off camera to try to coordinate with people. The nice thing for you is everybody knows what time you're on already and they know that it's live. So it's like, hey, yeah, I'd be down to do that some night. And I think that's what you're finding is, you know, right now everybody's so free. Oh, we're losing. Yep, there we go. Have a good one, brother. I'm getting ready to sign off here in just a few, too. I'm just letting Eagle finish his smoke. Light it up. Just popped in. 
I believe he's from uh, Canada. Yeah, he's from. Uh, yeah, I want to say, don't tell me it's Atlantic. Atlantic Canada is what I believe I remember from you. Light it up again, Tim. Tell me if I'm right. If that's right, Atlantic Canada. Howdy, Tim. Yeah, they, there's been. We still got 18 people watching right now. We have more people now than when I counted last time at 14. We're pushing four hours right now. We're at hour mark four. I don't know what I've been on here with you for goddamn two and a half hours, bro. These people are fucking awesome, man. I just. You know what's I, funny I, is, like, in my head, I know my how problem, long a two too. hour show is, you know? Is I have fucking. I have trouble turning them off. I love this so much. It's like, man, I. It's like, I don't even want to end the show. It's like, man, I don't even want to fucking go to work. I just want to hang out with you. <laughs> it's kind of sad it's kind of kind of sad I guess it's fun I enjoy it I Saint, still St. John New Brunswick New Brunswick dude okay. I got fucking messages well UK uh, SF, hey, I don't want to mess them up UK SIF 420 I believe it is hit me up today and he he tells me that uh he missed the show last night, but it, he had watched it and loved it. He's loving every episode to keep it up and shit. I haven't but seen him in, in the chat the UK. here tonight. Yeah. You know, he said he has to watch some of them later on because it's like 4.30 his time. <laughs> but he goes back and watches them every day and leaves a fucking comment. I got a comment from a guy in India today. It said he had he was watching the show over there and loved it. Keep it up. You're doing a great job. What's up, Manawari? Fucking Canada viewers. I mean, how humbling. That shit's humbling, man. Light I never, it up I, is saying that it's 425 and he's just getting up. So good morning. I hope that you have something in your pipe to wake and bake with. Nice take off, brother. What's that? Oh, I'll give you the nice take off thing. <laughs> Smooth that right in. Yeah, man. that's why I like having you come in, man. You help, you know, smooth those dry spots. You know, it's definitely nice when you can pop in. I've been trying to get you in as much possible. You notice that, right? I hope you didn't. You, you see that I'm not closing oh, no. it out. I'm trying to get you guys to come in. Oh yeah. Uh, sometimes it's like. I want to come on, and I'm like, man, I, I just I can't go on all the fucking time with him because then it's like mobbing up all the time. But uh, I can I cannot overly stress that uh, this is in no way of attempt to break apart from or shadow the good folks over at the Michigan Bros Show. I've got much love for everybody over there, and I, you know, they're welcome over here at any time. I just want to throw that out there that you know. This is a no way of attempt this show to like part myself from you guys. No. They're all still much love. Everybody else has got a show. I just, I guess. I yeah, it's smoking Grow Frazier. I knew somebody would catch what I said out there. <laughs> uh, did you catch it, Eagle? I didn't. I didn't. Oh, when you were but, talking. Uh, yeah, I, he was talking ahead. about uh, smoothing things over. And I said they call me KY, so KY Jelly. It's nice to see you're still here, Smoking Grill. Yeah, I think he was the one that I had uh, told I was going to throw in the ranch, so I had to come back. Eagle, I rolled another He's joint. Been... 
Nice. Nice. See you there? Why not, man? Grinder yeah, is finally fucking empty fun. though, man. Look, the grinder, she's she gone. Did you see that fucking grinder Phil had on last night? Dude, I it have was one. made by Ooze and it was fucking uh it was cool in multiple ways because it was a tray and a grinder in one. And uh it had the grinder off to the corner here and then it came out in like a B. So you could actually like dump it on a tray if you wanted to, because it was open ended. But there wasn't like a catch thing. You grinded it right onto the tray and you kinda of tapped it out into the like the center of the tray. But it was and it had these like <coughs> this is my Michigan Bros Grow grinder. We should be able I wish we could produce these fuckers. Those are sweet, aren't they? But this this is a, a custom modified here. I fucking it had the little holes in bored it. it out. I yeah. went through and fucking bored that bitch out with that thing. <laughs> Looks like a fucking uh, revolver case or some shit. But uh, this roughs it up yeah. just enough like you would chop it up with scissors, just like I like it. And his grinder had the big holes in it, too. And it, I watched him bluff it out of there, and it was it was nice. But it was all one unit. It was the tray that it ground. I haven't right seen down one that's like tray. that. No, me either. And what I liked about it is because what I don't like about the grinder, but what I used to like about the grinder before, you know, when I was younger and didn't grow all that good shit, um, is the keys. You know, I I can't figure out for the life of me why I grow fucking dank ass weed and then want to dumb it down in my grinder. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You know, I just... That day makes no sense to me. That's why I kind of went back to the scissors. But when I'm growing up a large amount, I use this. But uh, Oh, yeah, for sure. I loved, the, I loved about his trade was there was no key catcher. You were tapping it right back out there with the bud. There was no really dumbing it down. You were fucking getting all that still. I, I thought that was cool as fuck. I hope I come across one. It was made by Ooze. Which I thought was really neat. I'm fucking let this joint go out. I think. I wish I made butter, better money than lobster. I love lobster. Is that what you do? Are you a fish, fisherman there, Tim? That'd be a fucking cool ass. I heard that was pretty decent money. Well, fucking, it's a huge risk, like deep water fishing and big fishing boats and shit. I know, that'd fucking be risky. I'm not good in big water. Not at all. I fucking freak out. <laughs> so you're not Even running like, around out on the Great Lakes then? I've been... Here's a fun little story for you. I've got a good friend of mine uh, who owns a sailboat. And uh, he races it every year. And one year... Uh, he talked me into racing on the Bacardi Cup with him for some fucking reason. I don't know why. Because I'm not good on water. I guess as long as I'm not swimming, if I, I get antsy once I can't see the land anymore, I get really fucking antsy. So uh, he talks me into fucking going with him, and it ended up being like a slow race because there was the wind was nothing, and it was... It took a long time. I ended up fucking drinking 
is what I did. <laughs> and I ended up fucking passing out on the, back, on the fucking boat, the bow, the bow of the boat. And I was burnt so bad, Skipple. So bad. I fucking left to Florida, Naples, Florida, the next fucking morning. Okay. I left from Michigan to Naples, Florida. Summertime, both places. I got down to Naples, Florida, and I was literally purple. And I was so fucking fucked up in color from oh, just being man. baked in the sun. They were like, where the fuck were you? You been, boy. Look at you. Yeah. Did you recently visit the sun town or what? And it was terrible burn. Terrible. Oh. Blister and uh, shit. That's, that's as far as far out on the water as I've ever been. And I, ain't going any, I could never do like a cruise ship or something like that. That'd be fucking crazy. Crazy. That's all those fucking ships do is just go constantly from like St. Paul. And fucking go all through the Great Lakes, taking all that cargo. Be a different career, you know, different strokes for different folks. Yeah, that's why. Imagine I, being out in the middle of like Lake Superior or something like. Oof. Yeah. I actually, well, I guess I have. I've been out. Uh, what's it's Huron, right on the Canada side. Uh, yeah, Huron. Blue Water Bridge. I got fucked. It. I used to drink and I'd be stupid. I actually I had water skied under the Blue Water Bridge at one point, but I didn't get. Oh, that had to be it. fucking cool, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a good time. I do, you know, I, there was a chance where I, I do ski, but I, I'm squirmy. I got to be on top of that water. I'm definitely, you ain't get me just like fucking butterfly swimming in the nah. bag, yo, fucking just hanging out in that shit. I'll jump in and let you jerk me out of the water and skate around on top, but I'm not swimming around with that shit. And one of the reasons why, I got down in the Gulf of Mexico and I tried to do a little bit of fishing, which I'll never do again. The first thing I pulled out of the water kind of just sent every, my, everything I had home, right? Because it was like a big old zebra fish. And it was like good size. And this thing had human like teeth and was smiling at me and shit I'm like yeah no way I'm getting in there that thing smiling at me was making some kind of fucking weird noises and shit I'm you knew like, you were high too I'm sure oh yeah 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 yeah. but I, there's there's nothing and my dad's a scuba was a scuba diver down there and uh, I always told him yeah there's nothing nothing under that water I, you can tell me stories all the stories I want, we'll drop cameras down there if I want to know what's down there. But uh, scuba doesn't interest me. John Boyce said, "Good call." <laughs> <laughs> what about you? You good at you? How are you on big water? Good man. You good? good? Yeah, I'm good. Oh, no. I, I got a fucking pool. Though. I got a pool in the backyard. That's what my water is. I'm one of the nutty fuckers that uh, like to, I, I want to jump out of a plane. I tried to get, uh, I think it was Farton that said he had done it before. Uh, he's like, no, I'm not doing it again. I'm like, come on. Oh, he's red. It was red. Red. It, said it he was red. Parachuting yeah. and he said he wouldn't go again. But uh, I've been bungee jumping many a times. 
many times. Highest highest ever jump I've ever done was 210 feet. It takes a second to get there, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. That's, that's yeah, a little they, bit of a free fall. And uh, you want to hear a funny side story? I was kind of saving this, but I'll set the tell it again. Uh, I was, I was saving this, but here, player. let me drop this on you anyway. But yeah. Um, the first time I ever, I was kind of afraid of uh, heights. You know, I was good. I was still a tree surgeon at that point, a little leery, you know. But I, I was good, like, you know, not that. You you feel more in control when you're climbing a tree and you're, you're strapped in, blah, blah, blah. And as long as you're not looking straight down it's usually not that problem it's it's better always for you to look off into the distance these situations so but i had i wasn't even considering flying at that point or being high up so uh the festival came to town and there was uh i forget what the name of the bar was it was right downtown flint where uh court street and Corona come to uh together there they had a bungee jump there and it was just a crane in the parking lot to this day is it's a small small parking lot it can't be no bigger than like a 50 by 50 you know and it's fenced in it's fenced in with super tall and all they got is like this wrestling mat down there so i go down there me and a buddy and uh we were tripping balls two hits of fucking tomasa when we went down there and i fucking went up there on that crane and looked down and that fucking that that parking lot and that fence in area looked about that fucking big <laughs> like jumping into a drinking glass yeah that's about what it looked like and the guy's like come on you gotta go and i'm like all right he's like one two three and they practically like kicked you in the ass yeah and after that you know the way down and i kind of like froze up a little bit, but then and then the jerk, because you get to go down and jerk back up. You get a couple of nice little bounces out of it. Yeah. But uh, I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. Was it. A rush. I was hooked. I was fucking hooked. And uh, thereafter, and for that like week, every time I thought about it, I didn't have to drink or nothing. It was just, just that high that had me hooked. Man. All I had to do was think about it, and there it was again. Holy so shit, like, John Boy said that he fell fucking 23 meters back in December 86 while pouring concrete. Holy shit. Holy fuck. Man, you lucky to be alive, brother. Real for real, man. I know why you have a card. Woo! <laughs> so, I guess the fast forward in a little bit, my third jump was uh, in Genesee County Fair. And that was from 180 feet again. And uh, I jumped from that dog again, all drunk, drunk up. And the next day, that poor guy, if you remember this, that's where the bungee cord broke on him and he hit the ground on that, bounced off that mat. It was a present from his wife and she had it recorded and everything. So she. He didn't make <laughs> it, right? He didn't make yeah, it. Yeah, he did. He completely shattered his pelvis and one of his legs, but he made it. Uh, it was all recorded and everything. Broke it. Happy lot of birthday! Yeah. Oh, fuck. I don't think I'd ever want to watch that tape. I, 
I swear to God, if I start hearing somebody saying happy birthday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like thankful though. I was it made the the adrenaline rush that I was already having from jumping the day before. And now it was like it could have been me. Did you, were you, were you down? Well, I would say were you down there afterwards, but you know that fucking shit rolled up and got the fuck out of town real quick, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. That was the end of the fucking bungee jump. It was like this. They're like, we out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They fucked it. They spoiled it for Genesee County because he had to go to Detroit after that. And uh, I did it down in Florida a couple times down in Naples. It's a good time. I've been... uh where they pull you with the parachute. Uh, what is that? Parasailing? Parasailing, yeah. A couple of That's fucking and the Gulf? No, nope. Just up here in uh, Traverse City area there. They were doing a couple years ago. Yeah, like I said, I'm fine as long as I'm being jerked out. And I, I hit you with. Above it, but I'm not playing in it. As soon as I hit that water again, you better be bolting that. That boat better be spinning around. Get me the fuck out of there. <laughs> Hell I don't yeah, like man. I don't like what I can't see, Skillboy. I don't like what I can't see. I'm with you. And with that, brother, I'm gonna get the fuck out of here and go smash some kind of fucking uh delicious stoner food and cash out for the night. It's been great being on here. I appreciate it as always. If you want to check me out more, you can catch me on the Michigan Bros Grow Show every Sunday night from 9 until 11 Eastern Standard on the Michigan Bros Grows Show channel. Or you can also catch us Monday nights at 11 p.m. for the late sesh, also on the Michigan Bros Grows Show channel. So I'm kind of, not to take anything away from the great Sunday show and panel, but, you know, if you want more of just skill bold himself and more of the laid back fun that skill bold and whoever he's sessing with can offer, then most definitely check him out on Mondays. That's the I think that's the more better skill bowl show on Mondays. Just more skill bold. More skill bowl time. Just more you. screen time, exactly. Cheers. John boy. So I appreciate you coming. You're always welcome, man. You know that. Well, I'll be back. I'm definitely good with it. Later. Have a great night. Skillbow 17 on YouTube. Skillbow 1 on Instagram. Appreciate him popping in. And uh, for Groly, of course. Always a great night. This tonight was a great night. I appreciate all you guys for uh, hanging in there tonight. I'd like to uh, shout out some cool people that uh, helped me do whatever. Well, Empire Breeding don't help me out, but I suggest if you need beans, head over there because they're friends of the show for show. I'd like to thank uh, My Herbs Now, of course. They are a sponsor, generic uh, fertilizer company. They're super cool people. And, of course, Active Grow LED. If you're looking for a decent light, that uh, Low Pro Max 660 is fucking killing it in the tent behind me. And I appreciate it. I want to... Why don't you guys call yourselves out so I can say goodbye to you? I love fucking you guys for tuning in. 
I would love to uh, say goodbye to you guys. I almost feel like I'm run. I don't even want to jump off, really, but I don't want to bore you guys with me just fucking sitting here. Just jabbering along. And uh, I, I really want to do this up cool thing for you, but I don't want to risk this great episode of uh, being taken down. And we just got two more people. How am I supposed to not have you guys now? Who's all in chat still? Please uh, sound out because uh, I love you guys. That's fucking awesome, you guys. Of course, we got Light It Up Tim is still here. John Boy. Your boy Roy. Thank you for calling yourself out, man. You've been a cool cool person in chat for many many years now and i've got lots of respect for you if you ever thought about getting some zoom and uh wanted to pick up after a guest like uh mr skillbow one just did uh let me know and you guys i'm willing to talk to any of you regulars if you want to pop in and uh, talk to me one night just download that zoom map and get a little bit familiar with it and DM me and say, hey, Eagle, I'd like to fucking talk some shit with you and show you my garden and let some of the other uh, people in chat get to know me. That would be awesome. So who else we got in here? Of course, John Boy, good night. Oh, I don't even know if I want Manawanawati. I know I just tore that up. I am so sorry for fucking up your great fucking screen name. Smoke and Grow Frazier, I thank you for tuning in night after night after night. That's why you have a wrench, you cool ass motherfucker. I hope you don't take that in a bad way. Are you still talking questions or taking questions? If you have a question, I'd be happy to answer it. Uh, Trinity Farms, I appreciate you for popping in. Still here counting down though. I appreciate you popping in and your uh, super nice comments you've been dropping in after the shows. That's always cool as hell. I'm up till morning. Same here, right? Uh, thank you. I, I would honor you uh, to come in and Zoom with me. That'd be cool as hell. So please consider that. Uh, much respect for all the guys and gals who have been we nerds through the years. Uh, we have definitely built uh, some ties and some good times together. Not necessarily with one-on-one, but we have always spent some cool-ass moments hanging out with our favorite weed nerds of cool, which was always fun for me. And I'm sure fun for you, too. But don't forget, I will be airing uh, that little short. It'll probably be like a 10-minute live deal. Uh, and I will post in there that it is... For in respect for sub cool, if you don't catch it live, please uh, roll up a doobie and uh, listen and pay your respects in your own way to uh, a cannabis legend. Uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, uh, sequence or I'm sorry, uh, Spartan Throne 420. Uh, had told me something in the story, so watch that. But uh, it's kind of a pain. This will be my tribute to Sub, and I appreciated it. When it airs, if you're not here live, if you do uh, roll one up and uh, 
pay your respects to the man because uh, he most certainly deserved it. A lot of us, he gave precedes to. He made a lot of us laugh. I believe Subcool's videos are still up, yes. I hope they stay up for as long as possible. Um, he made us all laugh. Some of us he made angry at times, <laughs> but uh, always was quick to make amends and say he was sorry, at least to me. And uh, But I'd like you guys all to have that chance because I don't think uh, a lot of you had that chance. You know, everybody posted their posts, but uh, I'd like to provide a little bit of content to where maybe somebody, if not all of us, could at least bond to pay our tributes and comments in the video, if not in the chat of the video. He was a mentor of mine too, uh, your boy Roy. You know, so when you see the video, I, like I said, it will it'll be labeled respect to subcool. If you don't watch it live, it'll be just like a 10 minute. It may be after one of these here shows, but it will it will most definitely happen. So I appreciate it, not only for me, but for him. You can take that moment. I would uh, sincerely, from the bottom of my heart, uh, appreciate that. Great show as always. Much respect for Subcool till tomorrow evening. Drop shot one. You're staple two. I appreciate you. I could have swore I seen you yesterday say you were in Michigan. If you're in Michigan, any of you guys uh, that are Michigan wrenches there, uh, this stuff gets over. I would love to uh, get together and sesh with you guys in person. As uh, well, as you know, you guys are welcome to pop in one night on Zoom. I'd like to face-to-face -face sesh with you guys. I think that would be awesome as well. Like I was telling Skibble 1 earlier, Skibble 17, YouTube, that uh, I think it would be great for you guys to be able to come on, talk with me, and uh, kind of introduce yourself to the chat. So if that's something that you're interested in, in Please DM me on Instagram, Eagle Gardens One. I am Eagle, Eagle Gardens, Eagle Gardens One on Instagram. I thank you for uh, your time. It is very precious, and uh, appreciate every second that uh, you tune into this. Uh, of course, do something nice for somebody tomorrow, please. Uh, random acts of kindness do change lives, and it won't take but one small random act of kindness to convince you of that. So, positive lives, peace. Thank you for tuning in.